Welcome to Talking Swifties. My name's Ryan and I'll be your pilot. Sorry, I'm just trying to get everyone fired up. Welcome to Talking Jets. My name's Ryan. I'll be your pilot tonight. I've got my co-pilots, Mr. Greenbean, to my this way. I got Mr. O'Leary, to my that way. Greenbean, how you doing tonight? All I want to say is, yup, you guessed it. I'm a Swifty too, Ryan. That's how I'm feeling. I love it. Don't you love it all, O'Leary? Ah, uh, I was so upset after that game on Monday, uh, Sunday rather. And the last two days, I've kind of talked myself into some positives, but uh, there, there is positives that we can get into. I'm sure we will in this stream, but really deflating way for that game to end on Sunday night, huh? Yeah, I'm Ugh. very much looking forward to getting into all of it. Boys and girls, if you're just hopping in, make sure you hit that like button. If you want to qualify for next week's t-shirt giveaway, I think we should start doing this again. If you want to qualify for next week's t-shirt giveaway and you're watching the stream after the fact, all you got to do is drop a comment down below and you'll get entered into next week's t-shirt giveaway. Well, actually, I guess I should say baggage drop giveaway or baggage claim giveaway. Yeah. So you could get a jersey. No That's one's won right. a jersey yet. If you want your chance to win a pillow, I wonder if the pillow's any good, Ryan. Is it good? We'll have is to. It? I don't know. I actually don't have the pillow. I've gotten everything else. I have not gotten the pillow before. I just like. But I did send one to Ron Weiss. So I, I, I put it through the other day, and it, I think it should go through. So Ron Weiss, if you're watching this, let us know about the pillow. And I think yeah. maybe Blitz Crew might have a pillow. I feel like Blitz, Blitz Crew has the pillow. I think he does. Like does I've it hold tears it as well as I imagine it holding tears? <laughs> And you sob into it. Oh, no. Oh. All right, boys and girls, we have a poll question in the chat. Most frustrating part about the Chiefs game, it was the sauce holding call, the JJ holding no call, the Sherwood tripping no call, or NFL posting 2-0 and Swifties. You guys can let us know your thoughts in the poll question. Um, but I want to talk about the game a little bit, and I think... One of us up here in particular owes a certain someone, Craig, oh. I'm talking to you, an apology, Mr. O'Leary. I'm going to give you the floor. Me? What did I do? I didn't do anything. You know what you did. You Nothing. know exactly what you did. Um, no, I've come full circle. <laughs> Craig got me. I went back. I watched a New England tape, uh, and then I watched the Kansas City Chiefs game, and I've now come to the conclusion that uh, – not only is Zach the guy, but he's also a first ballot Hall of Famer. So, Craig, congratulations. You got me. Zach Wilson, first ballot, baby. He, can't, he just outdoes the home. How is he not a first ballot Hall of Famer? Dude, I, I don't know if you guys saw the stat, but, like, more completions, more inter less interceptions, more touchdowns. First time in Patrick Mahomes' career that he's been outdueled. Yeah. Think about that. I, Ever, I, including college. Including college. I will say this, though. That stat feels like a better defensive stat for the New York Jets than an offensive stat for Zach. Um, but in conjunction, makes me feel really good. I mean, this is a one-of-one one kind of situation here, so I'm kind of happy about that. Still, yeah, well, uh, it, I'm sorry. Go on, Matt, please. I was going to say, it's it's still it's still a positive. It's it's for both. You know, it was a slow start for the defense in that first quarter a little bit. A bit. They got punched in the mouth, but... They responded. They only give up six points in the last three quarters. They picked them off twice. Should have been three times, as we all know. Um, and, and yeah, and Zach, Zach hung tough. He, he played really, really well. So it, it's good for both sides. I'm with you, Rye. It's good for Zach, and it's also good for this defense. Greenbean, how are you feeling about the game overall? Let's let's talk about the, the overall game. Unless you want to touch on Zach first and then 
you know. Yeah, real quick. I, I, I think I'm, I lean more towards what Matt said, right? It's, it's both. But just to focus it on Zach for a minute, he still had 16 completions. Mahomes, that is. Uh, so Zach's not guaranteed to do that in a game up to this point in his career. So the fact that he outdueled Patrick Mahomes' 16 completions is pretty good and touchdowns and all that stuff. So I don't know. It's just, I mean, I think it, it does. Zach has not been the best. Can we say at least that he's going to the hall of fame clearly, but he hasn't been the best up to this point. So the fact that he got, uh, more than Patrick Mahomes, 16 completions is pretty fucking good, man. So to give it to Zach for a second, you know, pretty good. Yeah. Dude. I mean, who would have guessed I, going into that game? I thought, you know, I penciled it in for a loss. I was like, we're going to get blown out. It's going to be embarrassing. We're going to have to see all this bullshit oh, yeah. about Taylor Swift. And like left, right, center, everything was just going to be miserable. Zach's final time starting. We're going to see Simeon at halftime, even though he's on the practice squad and couldn't actually come out at that point. I didn't realize that till the game. And then like total flip the script. Seven, I mean, 17 nothing had me panicking. I was like, great, here we go. We're going to sit here another three quarters. We're going to have to watch this shit. And then the safety happens. Oh, mm. yeah. Then field goal happens. And touchdown yeah. happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 that was exciting. That was fun. Mm-hmm. That's what football is supposed to feel like, I think. Yeah, rumor has yeah. it. That's what it's supposed to be like. But no, you're right. Like, how do it's just so crazy that from a week in a week, it was this guy had one of his worst games as a pro, even though I went back and watched and I got that he was a first ballot Hall of Famer out of it. He had one of his worst games as a pro in against new england and then has like pound for pound his best game as a pro after that like i don't think it's crazy to say that that was zach wilson's best game i know like no doubt tennessee game tampa bay games his rookie year like those were pretty solid but i I don't know i think this was zach wilson's best showing especially because it meant like so much more i feel like you know Rodgers comes back. He does the motivational speech. Zach seemingly in the last game as a starter is what it sort of seemed like. The, the seams are coming off in the locker room as far as the, the team sticking together. It felt like everything was about to implode. And on national TV, this was the highest viewed game since the Super Bowl. So for that to happen and Zach to put on the performance he had, I, I'm sure you guys went through the comment section of like other videos and other um, areas of the internet. And you saw, you know, on Reddit, People just saying like, man, I'm really pulling for Zach. Man, I want to see this kid succeed. Like, I feel bad for what he's been put through the last like, you know, year and a half or whatever or since last year. Like, this feels, it was nice. It was nice. I, I feel like the league isn't against us the way maybe I sort of thought it prior to that game. And maybe it's just because of Zach just gutting it out and and having the performance that he had. But overall, I thought that was a, a great team game. And there were aspects of every facet, special teams, defense, offense, that could have been cleaned up to make that an even better game because the Jets just flat out outplayed Kansas City and we just, you know, shot ourselves in the foot one too many times. Greenbean, your thoughts? Um, yeah. What did Matt say again? I wanted to say something to what Matt said. Remember? What did you say? Yes. Okay. Thank you. All right, we're back. So. Here's the thing. Like you said, like Tennessee game, he had some good games at the end of his rookie year where, remember, he, like, stopped the picks. Am I Is my internet jacked up? Something's going on, right? Something's I have going uh, something going on on my side, so it's, okay. I think you're so all right. YouTube. Yeah, it's, it's, it's me, right. not. Right. 
Okay. All right. Um, anyway, so those games, while they were good, and Zach has had his good games, the end of the Pittsburgh game last year was pretty good. Um, you know, he's had he's had his moments. But none of them, like, it was always kind of like craziness, right? Like uh, like the Tennessee games, or I'm sorry, the Carolina game, right? Where he, um, no, the Tennessee game was when he pointed Corey Davis down and threw the ball. And it was like this crazy broken play. This was Zach Wilson in many respects, staying in the pocket, like keeping his eyes downfield when he's when he's running around. But it's like he was zipping the ball into really tight windows. The number one that you'll use as an example for this is the Alan Lazard touchdown. I mean, dude, Zach doesn't throw that. Uh, almost every game he's played so far for the Jets, he doesn't even think about throwing it in that tight of a window. And it was inches i mean that might be his best professional throw in my opinion um and you, know, you see the back shoulder and i mean like all the i mean whether it's the ruckert catch the ozoma touchdown like these are impressive throws they're 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 not just like you know throwing it up there or a broken coverage i mean there are it was real i mean I, it sounds crazy right but like this is what we saw was real nfl quarterback play and that's what the Jets were hoping they got when they drafted him. That's what so many fans who were clamoring for him with the number two pick, uh, two out of three of us on this panel uh, are included in that, in that, uh, in that, you know, so, but it's like, this is what you thought you were getting this dude. It was clearly, I mean, his most comfortable. And I think it's not only did Hackett call a good game, changing it up, like things like the flea flicker and the jet sweep while either, while both didn't work, neither of them worked. It breaks things up. And let me tell you, too, you saw when Zach started hitting the mid-range stuff, right, whether it was Garrett Wilson or Alan Lazard or what have you, you saw the box loosen up. You saw it happen. Then Brees breaks his 43-yard run. That's what we've been talking about. The teams like the Patriots or whoever, the Cowboys, dude, they're going to stack it until you make it so they can't. That's it. If you can make them pay for doing that, then they spread it out. They're not going to do it until – and then it's like, our running back sucks. Our offensive line sucks. So what's up? You guys were raising your hands. Yeah. Oh, no, I one? raised my hand when you said um, Reese. two or three wanted to draft Zach Wilson. Yeah. Oh shit! I'm on a delay over here on the YouTube. Okay, I, I was, was like, that, I watched that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the beginning of your like talking. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, it. I think it was his best game. I think there's not even a debate. I mean, people will debate it, of course. So we're maybe more exciting. But I think as far as being a proficient NFL quarterback, somebody who looked comfortable for the most part, somebody who could still avoid pressure like he does, keeps his eyes down fields, hits the, hits the easy stuff, and was able to zip it into tight windows. I don't think we've seen this Zach Wilson yet. I really hope it can keep up. I understand everybody's excitement. I'm excited too. I'm not willing to go all the way to see. Like people are, you know, I you know what comment I'm getting on my videos. This aged well. Like that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm I like, dude. He's got to do it again, right? Like it was, do it again. Oh, we're, we're so happy. I want to make it clear. All three of us are very, very, very so happy. happy. But you also know you got to do it again. We, we can't go back to he, 130. You know what I mean? Right, 100%. right. And it was still it was still 245 and two touchdowns. Like we're not talking about 390 and three and four pick, uh, four and uh, four touchdowns. But I mean, look, and the truth is 
he played so well, especially from our expectational starting point. He lost the game for us as far mm-hmm. as offensively. He did. He fumbled the snap. We never got it back, right, because of all kinds of shenanigans. But it could be. Look, I mean, he. but we're not even talking about that because we're so blown away with what we saw. And I think rightfully so. Like, you don't want to really focus on the fumble, even though he did blow it. Right, he did ultimately mm-hmm. Zach Wilson the game, but if he can do this again, like Matt just said, now we're talking about something, and I'm rooting for it, man. I am. We are elated. We want. This is what we wanted to see. He gave us exciting football, and the NFL refused to let it happen, um, which is just the craziest things. We should be absolutely up in arms. We should have petitions and 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 marches and all kinds. Of, we should stand in the highway and block truckers. All kinds of stuff we should be doing. Because it's horseshit. But uh, that all said, I was really happy to see Zach Wilson uh, finally look like a real NFL quarterback. Well, you know what I want to say, too? And you 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 said it almost, and I, I wanted to, like, interject, and I didn't do it. I was good. I, I waited my turn. He uh, operated within the offense. I think that's where you were yeah. trying to go with the, the whole, uh, you know, it wasn't like the broken play like Tennessee where it was a wow play, right. but it was actually within the offense. There was timing to it. There was... You know, actual blocking. Let's talk about our offensive line. Joe Titman hasn't yeah, allowed a, yeah, yeah. a, a pressure and through two starts at well, right guard. Like this is easily the best. Chart. He was a Dude. bust because of the July depth chart, though. Ugh, what'd you say? Ugh. No, no, yeah, no. Titman. He's a bust. bust is, uh, oh yeah, the bust. Remember? Oh my yeah. god. We're the funniest. Dude, huge. Like the offensive line turnaround has been massive. And the play calling. Let's talk about Hardman getting in the game. Let's talk about Ruckert getting in the game. Let's talk about Gibson getting in the game. They're finally like, hey, let's listen to all those Jet fans on the internet because they might be on to something. You know, youth and speed on the field, guys that are playing well we want to see, that's weird. And then, of course, we start seeing some of the play calling, and it felt like they were able to get Zach in a rhythm really, really quickly. And I'm excited to see what happens with Denver now because, like, I – I was kind of dreading Denver as like, you know, before this past weekend, I'm thinking, oh, geez, Bears are going to find a way to beat Denver. Denver's going to come in with no wins. We're going to hand them their first win. Everything's going to go nuclear. I was like so doom and gloom last week. And now I'm like, fuck it. We're going to the playoffs. <laughs> this yeah, is my quarterback. Yeah. I'm on this emotional roller coaster each and every week. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Because, do you, Matt, do you think you're going to see defenses back off because of what Zach did this past week and maybe we get a little more room in the running game or do you think they continue to stack the box and say do it again yeah i think you have to i think each individual game like you're going to keep going into the game with the same mindset like both hackett and uh zach wilson have to show that they could do it again and what a perfect opportunity against a historically bad denver broncos defense like they're just they're not just bad but we talk i you Remember talking offensive and defensive DVOA? We've mentioned mm-hmm. DVOA before on this program. Since oh, yeah. DVOA has been a thing, this is the worst start a defense has had in four games in ever. So it's like historically, historically bad. Every single quarterback they've gone against, Jimmy G, Sam Howell, Justin Fields, and Tua, all of them had a quarterback rate or a passer rating over 100. Um 35 points to Sam Howell and the commanders. We know the 70 points to Miami is insane, but 
even Justin Fields, who struggled as a passer, went for over 300 yards and four passing touchdowns against this defense. Like, what a perfect opportunity for Nathaniel Hackett and Zach Wilson to just be in their bag all day. I want to see them run up the score so badly. Like, I want us to get the damn 73-point winner uh, this week. I want Brees and Cook running. Like, I think Brees, Brees and Cook are going to have a big week. And and this is going to be one of those things where it's like, I know we don't want to see Cook get as many touches. Like, Brees only ha still only have it six rushes. Still feels kind of crazy, given the amount of, uh, you know, yards per carry he's getting. I think he's averaging like over six yards a carry since last year, like his entire time in the league. And I saw a stat today, only Brees Hall, Nick Chubb, and who is the other running back? There were three running backs that were all within this conversation of having like 35 carries, but having, you know, some insane amount of yards for that, that little bit of a threshold there. So I think we're going to have a big game from them. It's just... It's fascinating. So, Greenman, I want to ask you the same thing. Do you think the defense is played the same way uh, against Zach, or do you think Denver says, ah, you know, he did that against the Chiefs. Maybe we got to back off a little bit, and maybe we get a little more of the running game going this week. They're going to start the same way they should start, which is let's make Zach beat us. Mm -hmm. um, again, just like we're saying, I know Jets fans are excited. I'm excited. I have hope. You know, it's funny because, you know, it's like I tell – you know, myself and others, and we talk and other people say, like, I'm done believing for a second with this guy. Like, he's just not the guy we've seen enough. And then he does this, and you're like, you know what? He might be growing up before our eyes, you know? He might have what it takes. And it's like, it's just, we're so starved. We're so thirsty. You know, one drop of water, and, you know, it's like, you know, more of that. And uh, I don't know, but I think, NFL defenses are not fans. They've seen they 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 have a large collection of data on Zach Wilson, and yes, he was able to rise to this occasion. But the data supports that being the anomaly, as you know, more so than oh my God, now he's this great quarterback. They're going to stack the box, and rightfully so. And Zach's got to make them pay right from the get go, or uh, you know. Or we're dead, like like we have been. So I, you know what I want to see. I just hope Hackett. I hope we find out that, like the reason Hackett's been so dry is because he's just been thinking about Denver the whole time. He's got this game plan. He wants to make Sean Payton bleed. Like that's what I want to see. I want to see Hackett pull out all the tricks, all the stops, and make uh, Sean Payton regret his words and go up to him and apologize. Like that's what I want to see. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think the defense is great. Dude, the defense hasn't let up a, a second-half touchdown all year. I want to make sure everybody knows that. Not one. All year. Not one second-half touchdown. So, yeah, like just like in this game, you know, a little bit of a rough start, but they figure it out. And I look – I take that as adjusting, settling in. Though Now, you'd like to see them come out and be ready for – but I think it, there's credence to the idea that um, you know, they figure out the game. And again, like, so we're four games into the season. They haven't let up a second half touchdown. That's freaking, that, that's impressive stuff with teams like the chiefs, like the chiefs are throwing up 30 to 40 points on, on the regular. Yep. And, uh, and they didn't do that. Now they could have at the end, right? We know that like, let's in full transparency, uh, Patrick Mahomes chose not to go in the end zone because Vegas told him he wasn't allowed. But so 
they he didn't do that. But he wouldn't have been there, dude. If that holding gets called on Jermaine Johnson, that's a third and 32. You see what I mean? And the interception from Michael Carter, like, uh, it's just craziness. So I don't even look at it that way. I, I, uh, I'm right there with the defense held. But again, that's a good stat, man. So before we move on to our comment questions, I want to go around. Let's say our favorite part of this past week's game. Matt, I'll throw it to you first, then Green Bean. Favorite yeah, part that you got to see this week. Favorite part this week in this And it could game. be like more, it doesn't have to be like a specific play. It could be like a, maybe a feeling or it, like what felt good about this past game that leads you to have like a little more hope maybe moving forward. What felt good? The blood rushing to a certain area on the first drive after the halftime. Does that count? That's absolutely counts. Yes, no, man, 100%. The, the, the drive, in all seriousness, the, the drive out of halftime, the, the back shoulder throw to Rucker, the throw to Lazard in the end zone, and then the scramble for the two-point conversion. That was my favorite part of the game. Greenbean, what about you? Favorite part of the game? I My favorite part was believing for even if it was just a couple minutes that we were going to make Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and, and, and Ryan Reynolds and all the people that came to have a big dance party uh, eat a shit sandwich. I, I believed that we were winning that game. And uh, we got robbed. I will maintain that. I refuse to bend on it. Um, but, you know, and the reason being is because Zach Wilson was on fire. The defense was holding. C.J. Mosley got his, his first pick, finally shook off those interception dropsies, which can become a thing. You guys know that. It's like Jamal Adams. It took him three years to get a, his first pick off of a starting quarterback in the NFL. Because you, you start thinking, like, oh, my God, here it comes. I got I to catch it. And then you don't because you're overthinking it. C.J. Mosley, in my opinion, was getting there. So he shook it off. It was nice to see. All those things collected made me think in my heart, in my, in my black, crusted-over heart and soul, they're going to they're gonna, gonna hate the read. They're gonna hate coming tonight. Like that's what I wanted more than anything in the world. Oh, all of you suck it. And it didn't happen. Um, but uh, I liked believing that it was going to. That's my fave. Right. It would have been <laughs> nice to play that spoiler role. I'm gonna take a little yeah. bit more. I, I'm gonna go closer to the green bean route and maybe not have a a specific thing that happened. But I am ecstatic that the locker room appears to be sound. Like I, I thought for sure things were going to unravel and who knows, maybe we lay an egg and stinker happens or something like that. And things go right back to where they were. But I feel so much more comfortable, especially seeing the way Zach handled the pre post game press conferences, how he talked to, uh, you know, his teammates and everything, how the teammates kind of supported him. And, you know, you saw the, the image of Lazard and uh, I think it was Garrett next to him and everything. And I, I would like to yeah. get to a point where they don't have to, to do yeah. that. Like right. that, like I, I still feel like there's a little bit of like a hey, like we're letting you well, know we still okay, have your back, but I'm like at the same time, Zach was growing up. Like he looked the leader after this past game that I think just took some time to evolve, and I I felt proud to be a Jets fan even after a loss. It was the weirdest feeling because I don't know the last time that I would say that I was like, oh wow, that was a like a good loss in in a positive fashion, not like a oh we're tanking and I want to get a loss late in the season or something along those lines, but like legitimately feel good about your team 
and I, maybe it's like relative to expectation because like before the season, I'm thinking Super Bowl, Rodgers goes down. Now I'm like, oh shit, what's going on? And then going into the, the, the Chiefs game, I'm thinking we're dead in the water and we totally weren't. And we, I think we should have won that game. I'm with you, Green Bean and, and, and Matt, I think. Uh, so I guess let, let, let's clear the air a little bit. Green Bean, was the sauce hold a hold? No. Matt, was the sauce hold a hold? It was really borderline, but can I, I I'm going to go with different. I'm going to probably get ahead of myself, but it's going to tie together. Okay. It's not a hold if you let Jermaine Johnson's play go. Mm. If, if you call Jermaine Johnson for a hold, that play never happens, by the way. But if they call that one a hold and yeah, they yeah. call it soft hold, I'd say, all right, that they're calling the game that way. It's the inconsistencies throughout the game yeah. that's really the biggest issue. Yep. That was 100% where I was going to go with that because okay. I – when I look at the sauce play in a vacuum, I say, okay, he clearly had his hand on him. And even if the hand is not open, it looked and appeared like sauce altered the way that Scantling was was running. And that is 100% a hold, I think. Uh, the Jermaine Johnson one, I think, was 100% a hold. And they were talking about how, like, oh, they had some Hall of Fame offensive linemen on. Oh, no, it was not a hold. There's no way. Like, I don't know how you look at that play and say it's not a hold. It's got to be a hold. Um, and I think if you just call things consistently across the board, I wouldn't be as irritated but it just felt like you know call after call especially on long third downs when you get like the defensive holding five yard penalty on a third and 20 you're like here we go yeah well and like i uh that's a really great point and you know my problem with the sauce hold too and you let me tell you something too the little circle thing on YouTube that I keep seeing only happens when I'm talking I want you to know that I watch it and you guys are I don't smooth. know what's I don't know what's going on, but I'm getting the little error, like YouTube not receiving enough video information or something like that. And I don't have Did anything. Did you notice else it's only when I'm talking? Did you see that? It's happening. I, I it's do notice it right now. now. I guess very I something like loaded yeah, up bullshit. somewhere that I'm not optimum um, well, screwing me. Anyway, I'm just gonna keep talking, man. Um, that's what I, I made that decision a few minutes ago. I'm like, I don't know. I, what, what am I gonna do about this swirling circle thinker thing? I'm just gonna keep talking. So I I want to say. Well, I've frozen now, so let me see. I see. You're, you're going. All right. Um, the sauce thing, can you call that? You can. Is it like, here's the thing. What constitutes a hold? Like, there's always grab, pokey. There's every single play that's happening, right? It's a hold. If he pulled the guy, if he pulled, because his hand went around to the guy's left shoulder, right? His right arm went around to his left shoulder. If he pulls the jersey and it redirects him, if it pulls, if he, even if it doesn't knock him off course, but it pulls his body, it's a different story, right? That's one mm -hmm. thing. But even with that, it could be called the fact that they waited until Michael Carter intercepted the ball to throw the flag removes any credence I would give to the actual call. They would have called it, dude. He would have saw it and called it. They were completely gone. They were out of formation. There was nothing going on. There was no more contact. Michael Carter catches the ball. Then he throws the flag. That's some serious BS, man. And we saw that last year with the JFM push on Mac Jones. They didn't throw the flag. Once Michael Carter II was streaking toward the end zone, they threw the flag. And that shows that they're waiting to see how much impact it has. Now, I'm a firm believer, right? Penalties happen every single play. Holding on the offensive line is going on every single play. 
I don't really give a shit, to be honest with you, because it happens every play, right? So if you're running left and the right tackles holding his guy a little bit, it is what it is. He's out of the play nine times out of ten. It doesn't matter. It's when it directly impacts the play, right? So the play can't happen without the hold. It needs to be called. The Jermaine Johnson hold was worse than I, – I don't recall a more egregious hold in a pivotal situation which allowed the game to change. If they call that, it's I, I believe it was third and 22. Maybe I'm wrong, right, on, on the specifics. It could be muddy. But that brings it back to third and 30 and change. Dude, they're not getting that. I mean, can they – the Jets have done worse, right? So we've seen it. But it's unlikely with our defense that they're going to get that. And that effectively nullifies that drive. And it's late in the game. And we get the ball back. And there's a big momentum shift and all that sort of stuff. They didn't do it. Then on the same drive is the sauce pick thing. Dude, they were controlling the game. And that is some serious bullshit. So when you look at the sauce thing, just like you said, if they're calling it, sauce even said, dude, we've been playing like that all night. Like that's how we were playing the game. It was a it was a physical game, and they didn't call it all game. I didn't pull them. I didn't drag them down. I didn't knock them off course. None of that sort of stuff. It's just a little bump and run kind of stuff. And they decide to call it specifically because we got the interception. It is clear nobody can change my mind, and I didn't like it. And that's why I think uh, my answer is a big fat no that it wasn't a hold. Uh, now, illegal contact, some stuff like, I mean, there's, again, depends on how the game is being called, but you don't do that unless you, you don't do that in pivotal situations unless you have a desired result for the game. It was clear on that drive. They did not want the Taylor Swifties to come into that game, spend all that money and leave like, oh, I'm never doing that again. They wanted them to leave like, that was great. And we're happy because Taylor's happy because her boyfriend won. That's what was really going on. And it bothers the living shit out of me. Yeah, super irritating. Super, super irritating. And I think the way you put it definitely got me a little more <laughs> fired up right now than I was just a few moments ago. Uh, boys and girls, we're going oh, to get into all your comments right now. I do want to acknowledge a few of our new members right now. Uh, we got Travis joining the OnlyFans before the stream even started. That was awesome. Thank you so much. And then we got Crossfire dropping in, gifting 20 memberships. You guys get a big old J-E-T-S. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Crossfire. Boys and girls that have claimed their memberships in the live chat, make sure you guys are dropping your J-E-T-S to let us know where you're at. Uh, Chris Bradigan comes in and says, as far as the poll goes, all of the above. So if mm. you guys are looking at the poll question right now, let's see where we're at. Let's see what the uh, what the poll question. All right, so it is 59% JJ no call holding, followed by the sauce holding call, and then uh, NFL posting 2-0 Swifties. The Sherwood tripping no call, not as uh, fired up. Probably because it was not, I mean, it was on an impactful play, but maybe not as... Uh, impactful as as the sauce and the jj ones so understanding chris kv comes in says who said there are no moral victories i feel better about that loss from wilson than i've ever felt about any of his wins very happy for the kid matt would you say this kind of feeling uh sits well with you like it, it kind of makes sense 
I totally understand it. I, I, we have to stay. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves a little bit too much. I, I'm very, very happy with that performance, and I want to see him do it again. That's that's kind of my takeaway of it. It's in, in the moment. That's awesome. Zach's best game as a pro. Now do it again. Go out and show me that you could do it again. Because if we go right back to the guy that we were just the week prior against the uh, New England Patriots, then that's an issue. Then all this was kind of for nothing. So consistency. That's always been Zach Wilson's biggest issue is uh, consistency. And if you just start stacking this, if you do this another, I don't know, if he has four or five games in a row of really good performance, 220 you know yards a game and limiting turnovers, then we could start to have that conversation about him really turning it around. Greenbean, you feel better about this loss than you have about any of Zach Wilson's wins? Not about his wins. Wins, wins do a lot for me. <laughs> so but even I Zach do, Wilson like throwing, you know, not great, not having a great game and a win, like a buck fifty-four beating Buffalo. No, I feel yeah. better about the win. I I do, but I I get where you're going. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not an idiot, right? You know, I pick it up. But uh, if this means this is the beginning of Zach Wilson kind of becoming a legit NFL quarterback again, even if it's just top twenty, top eighteen. Like if he can be that consistently and we're like, all right, well, we have a quarterback, you know, like we're look, we were look, we were licking our chops for the likes of Trevor Simeon, not, not, you know, three days ago. So, you know, if, if, if Zach can be that, if this is like the launching point for that, then yes. But again, like I can't exclude, I'm very happy. I'm very hopeful. I thought it was brilliant. Again, I thought this was his best game as a pro, but he blew it. You know, when we can't forget that he fumbled a snap, they got it and we never got the ball back, man. So it's just um, the way the ball bounces, right? Mahomes drops a snap. It hops right back into his right hands. Back to, yeah. He picks it up. Even games a couple yards. Why not? Gains a first Us? down. Yeah. Fucking first down. Yeah, it's great. Absurd. So Football I don't know. Just... I feel good about it, but wins do a lot, man. Two and two is better than one and three. I oh, heard that. Sure. I read that. I read that somewhere. I think that's fair. Blitzcrew yeah. comes in and says, Blitzcrew has a mug baggage claim. Claim tickets for entries. Boys and girls, every super chat that comes in, you get a ticket to our baggage claim at the end of the show for a chance to win a jersey. Blitzcrew has no pillow? He has no pillow. He's got the mug. We've definitely sent out at least one pillow, so I have to I have to go back yeah, and see like who it is. We Brad. Yeah, I don't have. I should put a pillow on my couch back there. I don't have one of our monkey pillows. Hey Bradigan, you got a pillow? Who's got a pillow? Harry Bradigan. Who's got a pillow? Someone tell us if you got a pillow. Someone's got a pillow. I think Joe. Tony has comes in. Tony says a game of new beginning for Zach. We're excited. KD says, we'll get our revenge on Kansas City in the playoffs. Ooh, I hope we get the opportunity. Let, let's do a little, little sidebar real quick on this. Oh, no. Aaron Rodgers, let's say he does get healthy. And let's say the Jets are in a position and get into the playoffs. My thinking is Rodgers is the emergency backup until, oh. until Zach like starts looking bad that would be my my thought process no man, gotta go back to him you don't trade you know you two you know two second round picks and be like oh you're good to go back up well i think it depends how zach looks like if zach's looking like dog shit the first you know 
however many games a season that we have, and that's the Zach we're going into the playoffs with, and we're, we're dragging his ass along, then yeah, I agree. I think you'd go back to Rodgers. But I think if Zach plays to a level that he played Sunday, and I don't think that's anything crazy, crazy, but like if he plays to that level, and holy smokes, crossfire. <laughs> holy oh. cannoli, drop it in with a hundo spot. Oh, <laughs> crossfire. <laughs> The refs love making the Chiefs and Patricia Mahomes, not a typo, look good. Crossfire, I think you are equally as frustrated as all of us. And oh, my Lanta, thank you so much for the incredibly generous, uh, one, gifting 20 memberships, and two, an incredibly generous super chat. So <laughs> thank you so much, uh, Crossfire. But so, Matt, I, where I was kind of going with this, the, the whole Zach Wilson, if he's playing to the level he played last night, I think Rodgers, if he were to be healthy, I think he would come back as like the emergency backup in the event that Zach turns back into a pumpkin. But if there's a situation where it's like Zach last year and our team, even though it's five and one with him, you can tell from the eyeball test, like, okay, Zach's not doing great. Then I think Rodgers would in fact start. Greenbean, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Let's say there's a situation the Jets get into the playoffs and Zach, like, what do you think happens if Rodgers can come back? Remember last year, I'm just going to, I'm not going to answer the question. I'm going to point out something else. Remember last year when Joe Flacco beat the Cleveland Browns? It was very exciting. He looked like shit for most of the game, but in the last 10 seconds, he figured out a way to score two touchdowns and we won the game, right? Onside kick, Braden Mann, hero, best kicker in the league. And we started having those discussions. And they got heated in the comment sections, on Instagram, on Twitter. You don't bench Flacco for Zach if he's win. And what happened? Joe Flacco showed who he is. He's an old fogey who had one last drip of greatness. And he gave us an exciting game that was just flat out wonderful. Um, and we got to see all the Cleveland fans screaming and yelling on their Twitters, and it was really fun. But it was a moot point. Zach Wilson, no matter how he's playing, unless he's throwing for 320 a game and three touchdowns consistently, then you don't even – when Aaron Rodgers is legitimately ready to come back, you want you don't want to see him limping on the field. When he's ready to come back, the backup quarterback – goes to the backup position, and Aaron Rodgers starts. That's the end of that. See, I think that's going to be... Well, first off, let me acknowledge, Crossfire dropped another 100 spot <laughs> while Greenbean was Crossfire talking. And I, I had to contain myself from just ripping into Greenbean's like, monologue right there. I'm, I'm like giggling and... Con I'm, I'm like pointing down to... Crossfire, you're the fucking man. Absolutely wild. Incredibly generous. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Beyond thank you. Thank you. Um... So, look, I, I think yeah, the whole... the man, Crossfire. He is. He really is. And we've got... Just to say you're welcome, Ryan. Just to say you're welcome. And you know what? I, I don't think I could say it out loud, but there is another member of our channel that's giving away two tickets to our group buy for the Jets Chargers. We can't say the name out loud. No, nope. It's good timing, though. It is like good timing. It. I like the timing of it. But right? did you see... So, Crossfire has another comment in there. I don't think you got to it yet. Where he said his uh, wife is in the store shopping and he's out in the parking lot. So he's got like 10 minutes. That's why he's 
doing all this real quick. <laughs> See, I, well, I was getting to it. I was just so stunned at the hundo spots. Well, yeah. we'll throw it up right here. Too. We'll get to this. Then we'll, we'll get to the ones that were a little bit before it too. But so Crossfire comes in. He says, my wife is shopping right now. I am in the parking lot waiting for her. I am here. Let's go Jets. Love what we've seen from Zach. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah. And Crossfire gets one of those as well. Yeah, that's the best. Like he's just real quick trying to trying to help out, trying to do some good in the world. So you're the man, Crossfire. You're the best. Incredibly generous. Yeah, I think it's an I think it's a compelling argument because I don't think we're talking about Aaron Rodgers at a hundred percent coming back for the playoffs. Holy cannoli. Crossfire's <laughs> paying our mortgages. Yeah. Crossfire said you can. She's shopping. So Crossfire is giving away two tickets to our Jets Chargers group by November 6th. We got to figure out a way to pick someone for that because we said we would do it a month beforehand. I think today was the show we were actually going to do it. But yeah, I did this not, is the one. I didn't figure out a way to like get people who can go to it to sign up for something. How do you, if you guys could think of some way to do it, I think we should try to get the, uh, the giveaway. Maybe we do it for the beginning of next week. Does that have people sign up now? Country, uh, cruise or something? Yeah, where's Crossfire's leaving the country? He wanted to be around. So when do you oh, leave? That's Crossfire? right. That's right. Crossfire, tell us when you leave, but you got to do it in a hundred dollars super chat. I don't do that. Please do not do that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He knows I'm kidding. So I, I think I'm pretty sure he told us he was leaving. I think this is the last stream before he leaves. I'm pretty sure he leaves like in the next few days. So we should do we should do it today, so that way he gets to see it. Um, All right, so let's do this, Ryan. Let's do something where everybody puts something before their chat, mm -hmm. you know, their message, that they yeah. can legitimately go on November 6th. Like, don't muddy mm -hmm. up the water for the people who can if you just want to see if you win. I used to have friends, like, years ago, you know, like, Z100 would do, like, we're giving away $10,000 in the morning or whatever, and they wouldn't even know the answer to the question. I had friends that would do They just wanted to call to see if they would have won. I'm like, why are you clogging up the damn airwaves? I know the answer, you asshole. But they would do that. I had friends who were like, screw it, I want to see. Like, don't do that tonight. If you can't go, leave it. But what do you want to do? Like, maybe a butthole before there we have that? <laughs> I don't have that emoji in there. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we did. <laughs> oh, crossfire. Oh, he, he said no. <laughs> he says yeah. he leaves Thursday. Okay, so we got we to do the giveaway tonight. Got to do the giveaway. Jesus, yeah, so let's your wife's gonna kill you. Is. Thank she you. Is. Seriously, she is. <laughs> thank you. That is incredibly generous. All right, the best. All I'm right, gonna so let's figure let's figure this out. Look, O'Leary, you want to send out a tweet, and then people have to. Do we want to do likes? Do we want to do retweets? What well, do we want to do? I think someone doesn't have Twitter. I think we should do it something on this stream. But I was gonna say I was gonna mm. tweet out the video, the link to our stream, and mm -hmm. say that giving away tickets to our group outing on against Ooh. the charger Let's see if we get more people in here even i like that let's do that and then something in the live chat some kind of emoji what would be a, like a good emoji to key in on milk. um <laughs> you do a glass of milk <laughs> so it's, that's what it's got to be it's got to be a glass of milk and say uh i, I think it's got to be glass of milk in conjunction with uh tickets? i want tickets. milk tickets we want milk tickets. That's what it is. Yeah. Milk ticks, milk tickets, whatever. Some that iteration, but please only do it if you can actually go. Cause we I would feel really bad if we give away two tickets to someone who's like, I can't go to the fucking November 6th Monday night football game. 
please, if you can go and you want to try and win one of the tickets, Crossfire was incredibly generous and uh, gave us two tickets to give away. So this is this is exciting. We're looking forward to it. Someone's going to win and that I'll at the end of the track. stream. I'll keep track of the milk. Uh, I want to say this. Everybody put some fire emojis in the chat for Crossfire, dude. He's giving away tickets. He's throwing up big dick super chats. He's he gave away 20 talking jets, only fans memberships tonight. He's taking care of Jets fans. We got to drop some fire emojis in the chat for Crossfire. And if you want the tickets, put some milk in the chat and say tickets. And then you're I'm going to keep track of it. Crossfire, you are the man. You're going to get another. <laughs> You earned it. Damn. Indeed. David comes in. So Zach played like he had nothing to lose. Loose. Yeah. He looked loose because he had nothing to lose. His back was in the corner. He's like, screw it. I'm not starting next week anyway. Let's just see what happens. And I kind of felt like that's where Hackett went too with it. Because this game plan felt like everything that we wanted to see for the first few weeks of the season. And it seems like they just kind of got it figured out. And I'm ho I'm looking forward to seeing what Hackett puts forward in the Denver game to see if Zach can kind of continue this momentum. Greenbean, can you talk a little bit about how uh, how Zach looked? Did you agree that he felt loose out there? Yeah, I. You know what? You know what I think it is. I think that he felt confident for pretty much the first time behind the offensive line. Right, you got Beckton on the left. Lakin has been playing better the last two weeks, particularly this week. Uh, Connor McGovern is still Connor McGovern, but he's been okay. And then you got Tipman, who's a stud muffin, and AVT at tackle. I mean, we all want to see AVT play his, you know, natural position, so to speak, in the NFL um, at guard. But he played well at tackle last year. He's playing well at tackle. Maybe he's a freaking tackle. <laughs> Maybe AV he played tackle in college. Maybe AVT's just a tackle. But I think. Zach Wilson, you can see that he feels more confident behind this particular alignment than he did in Dallas um, or even Buffalo, for that matter. I mean, he played okay in Buffalo but or against Buffalo, but um, he seemed, even though we had a good game in Dallas, he did, and we all talked about he wasn't the reason we lost and, and all that sort of stuff, and I maintain that that's the truth, but he seems like he's comfortable trusting this alignment right now. And dude, the truth is, is that we haven't really seen a consistent off. look last year, we had what, six different tackles, nine different alignments. We're moving guys, ABT at the left tackle, right tackle, right guard. We were moving guys all over the place. Connor McDermott was playing last year. Max Mitchell, uh, uh, what's uh, Cedric uh, Bouye. We had all kinds of fucking characters in there playing. So I think Zach Wilson finally, he's got the same line for two weeks, which in our world seems like a lifetime. And it seems to me like he's comfortable trusting them. And uh, and he knows his receivers are going to be able to get open, or if they're not open, they'll at least fight for the ball and they got a 50 if or greater 50-50 chance of getting it. Alan Lazard is nine feet tall. Conklin's a big-ass Boy, Garrett Wilson is just, I mean, he that's his ball when it's in the air. He's a fighter uh, for it. So I think he's got a lot of reasons to trust right now. And if he can get that in his head, I think he would have the, you know, he'll, 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 he'll be able to be confident in both the offensive line, the running game, and the wide receivers and tight ends. 
I think that's what we're seeing. He feels comfortable because um, in the first quarter, he looked nervous again. Like you, you can see that Zach Wilson, I don't know what's happening right now face, right? It's like kind of wide eyes and he just looks around. He, he looks like he's 14 years old. In the second, third, and fourth quarter, he didn't look that way anymore. He looked poised, and I think it has a lot to do with the O-line. So I want to pull this up. Our boy Richie over at Jets Media posted this on Twitter today. Look at this pocket for Zach. Look at that. Hells yeah. Look at Look that. that. That looks like a BYU pocket right there. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Big Joe that, doing the thing. Seriously, look, look at all those guys. Look, look at all around. There's no one within five yards of him. If we could do that on any kind of consistent basis, we're going to have a lot of success here uh, for our New York Jets. I want to jump Radovan to the front of the line. He says, Bean, I started chanting, we believe in Zach at the stadium Sunday, and people around me were pissed. I felt like an idiot, but kept it going through each drive, and by the third quarter, people were hugging me. It works, but embarrassing. You know what? This is the manifesting. Yeah, it's right, man. You got to, sometimes you got to stand alone, Radovan. Sometimes you got to stand alone to change the world. And you know what you should have did, right? You should have said, I believe in Zach. And then went, oh, they would have really thought you were drunk. You'd be like, this guy's on crystal methamphetamine. That's what this fucking guy's out of control. But that's sometimes you got to do that. So I'm glad to see that they jumped on your bandwagon. Uh, and that's what it is, man. That's what it is. It's all about believing and sometimes it's really hard. You know what I mean? We all we all know. Sometimes you try and it's just you can't pull it off. I'm proud of you, Radovan, for doing that in a hostile environment like MetLife. Good for that you. That was like, I, looking at the crowd too, that was damn near an away game. There was a lot oh, of red jerseys around there. A lot there. of red, Brian. A lot of red. Shane M drops in with a 50 spot. Sorry. Can, let me go, just go say this real quick. Go, go I don't want to... <laughs> Just want to say, you, there are guys in the chat writing tickets, right? I don't know if the, I'm, I'm going to put you in there, but like it's got to be the milk emoji and I want tickets or tickets or whatever. Then there are people getting frisky and they're putting the ticket emoji in the milk. Can everybody just fucking follow directions so I know <laughs> what to do? It's, it's like a 50 different options. So I'm trying, I'm trying to make sure I don't miss anybody. The milk emoji and tickets. Let's Please. do this. Matt, can you, I'm going to end the poll because it's pretty lopsided right now. JJ holding call. Can you pin a comment in our live chat? Uh, milk plus, uh, it could be milk and ticket. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a milk and a ticket or milk ticks. Like yeah, whatever. Milk, right. Just, Any that's, what's, that's what it's right, got to right. be. Milk and a ticket we're saying, right? Milk and a ticket. Yeah, like outside um, the echo put a, a, a cigarette and a cat. I, I don't know what that means. Okay. <laughs> I, I will I will pin it momentarily. I just put it in the chat. I got to wait for it to pop up. Because oh, now there's so emojis at the bottom right-hand corner. So it's very... Ch- oh, wait. Now I got to... Why won't it let me pin from here? Do I have to be Are on the talk? On, you got to be on the talking Jets one. Oh, okay. Give me two seconds. It'll be two pinned se- in two seconds. Actually, you know what? I can, I can, if you put it in there, I can pin it. I just got to go back to it. Where do I we go? I just got to it real quick. I got it. I got it. I got it. Boom. See? Nice and easy. Oh, you beat me by two seconds. Thank you, Ryan. Aha. Crossfire, I see you in the chat. You're a madman, and I'm going to get to it in just a second. But I want to talk about Shane M., who just dropped his first super chat on the channel. Thank you so much. He says, been watching for a while. Appreciate Ryan and the guys. It all seems to be coming together, fellas. We just need to take Brees off the pitch count and make him 
a bell cow cook should be merely a contingency at this point i'll be honest i'll go one further i'm not super confident like god forbid something happens to Brees hall like i'm not feeling great <laughs> about our eight million dollar contingency plan in dalvin cook right now so matt i want to throw it to you how are you feeling about dalvin cook and how are you feeling about Brees's current pitch count uh the number has to go up for for Brees hall and with not exaggeration not hyperbole i would make dalvin cook inactive and activate izzy Benacanda and give his carries to izzy and michael carter he looks like he's running with cement shoes on his feet he has no burst his vision is not nearly as good as what it once was and he's averaged two and a half yards a carry there was a stat it was of 35 i just sent it in a group chat with a couple friends let me it's a dalvin cook versus Brees hall Yes, um, I've seen it. I actually, ha actually, you know what? I might have it. Hold on, let me see if I could pull it up. I have a little uh, scrolling ticker thing. We can kind of do this if we want to play around with this. It's got some stats. Cook, yeah, right. Cook on the field versus Cook off the field. Well, that, it's that like was drastically the different. But that's a that's a good one. The one I had was thirty-five running backs have at least thirty carries this season. The most yards per carry is Brees Hall at six point five. The least yards per carry is Dalvin Cook at two point five. Oh, drastically different like yeah. best to worst really jarring Green stuff there Greenbean, your thoughts on Brees's pitch count and dalvin cook uh as a contingency plan right now yeah i mean dalvin cook as our three or even four is really nice i hate that he's one b i hate it i I'd, I'd rather see michael carter i know michael carter had that big drop but you saw he's got more bird. It's a significantly different look when Michael Carter has the ball versus when Dalvin Cook has the ball. It's like you can see it, you know? Like Michael Carter gets one rush for nine yards or whatever it might be. Um, I think uh, I think it's time to acknowledge that. You know, it's like, okay, well, he's on the team. I'm happy he's there, you know? But I hate that he's taking carries away from guys that are definitely – going to be more impactful than him uh i want to i'm going to rip through crossfire super chats right now because it's absolutely absurd <laughs> thank you again crossfire he goes uh what the f i didn't know you can only spend 500 a day on youtube damn i maxed out youtube and apparently he didn't because he sent in that five dollar super chat then he sends it a 50 dollar super chat says let's see if this works and then he goes again with the 20 dollar. how about this and then he hits us with the this one at ten dollars and will this one work at $5? So yes, Crossfire, <laughs> they all work. Mm. And you're an absolute madman, an incredibly generous human being. Um, I think, uh, so do we want, I think we should give away a jersey tonight. I don't know how you guys are feeling, but I think with between Crossfire's super chats and the generosity there, I think we should, someone in the chat should win a jersey tonight. What do you guys think? Crossfire should win a jersey tonight. Crossfire <laughs> should win the jersey. But I feel bad. <laughs> He's buying a jersey for an insane amount of super chats. I, either way, put put Crossfire's name a zillion times into the the, the yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah spinny thing. So I'm, so I'm tickets and a jersey. I, I am in on this. I think so. I think tickets and a jersey. I think is 100 percent the way we could do this one tonight. So Crossfire, incredibly incredibly generous. Thank you so much. Do you guys want to keep it in this view and have this ticker thing going, or do you guys want us to go back to the normal three horizontal? thing i don't Maybe care so want. much can let it let it roll with this for a little bit sure all right all right why not um 
as you talk. All right. So I'm going to let me let me go in order just so I don't jack up anything else here. Uh, Jesse P says the Sherwood no call set the tone of the game as far as what kind of game the refs were going to call. Maybe 13 nothing before Zach started rolling instead. So if Sherwood uh, he's talking about the tripping call on the long Pacheco touchdown. uh, Really frustrating. I actually didn't see it when it happened. Someone brought it up to me either. I think it was a day later and I actually didn't see it until either this morning or last night. Um, Gator needs his gat comes in, says it concerns me how slow we start. Zach Wilson waits until we are down double digits, pressure lifted off of him to turn it on outscored 30 to nothing this year in the first quarter. I don't know what it is. The first quarter for us has just, it takes some time to get everything going. And I I mean, we're always, I feel like every first drive we get is a three and out Matt. Is that kind of how you're feeling? Like what, what's the, what's the reason for these slow starts? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but they need to start faster. Uh, and to their credit, like I think a lot of people get on Robert Sala, and I understand it. He hasn't done, you know, he, he's made some mistakes, but you can't say that they haven't made second half adjustments because they've been pretty much great in the second half of these games. I, at minimum, defensively, and you know, offensively, they were much better in the Bills game and in this Chiefs game in the second half. So. They're able to make those adjustments, but I just wish that they could start hot out of the gate. I don't know. You know, it's only four games, but that that is definitely something that needs to change. This can't be a trend. Justin Rivera comes in, says Zach Wilson's performance only uh, really only secured realistically two more starts. That's the best we've seen him. I do believe he keeps it up. We need more Brees, though. Yeah, I agree. I think that performance last night gives you the okay. let's see what he can do against Denver and against Philly. And then we'll reassess after those two weeks. And then we'll have the bye week. We get two weeks to kind of look at Trevor Simeon uh, if we want to make a switch, if Zach turns back into a pumpkin or something like that. Greenbean, do you think this game bought Zach two more starts or do you think there's more or less leash for our young quarterback? No, I think it bought him. I think it bought him at least one more start. I would say two. Well, so what? We have Denver and Philly, then it's the bye. Denver, Philly, yeah. then the bye. Yep. And then we have yeah, he, the Giants Zach, coming out of that. And then it's the trade deadline is right after the Giant game. Zach is the quarterback until the bye. This game bought him that. No doubt in my mind. I agree with that. JR Jet says, Ryan, are you going to walk back your rant at Craig the Truther now that he was seemingly vindicated by Zach outdueling Mahomes just like Ryan. he said? Yeah, Ryan. I, why would you do that, Ryan? Yeah, I love how I'm the one getting called out. I get called Ryan? Matt in our comments like way too frequently. And it was Matt O'Leary that went on the, the really good rant last week. It was absolutely awesome. And if you go back to the beginning part of this stream, you'll see how O'Leary had to walk it back. And now, O'Leary, tell us how you feel about Zach. Yeah, JR Jet, not only have, um, not only did I go back and watch the tape from the Cowboys game that was comparable to Patrick Mahomes. And not only did I watch the tape from the Patriots game that wasn't actually bad, that it was actually a good performance. And then I watched him outplay Patrick Mahomes in an, an unfortunate loss, but a, but in a loss, I have now come to the conclusion that Zach Wilson will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. So I'm all the way back. Right. I'm with Matt. <laughs> I love it. From one end of the spectrum to the other. Mm-hmm. Gang Green comes in, says, didn't want to draft Zach. First time for Zach. Offensive line played well. And first time this season, I've seen a game plan for Zach and not Aaron. Look out, Denver. Yeah, the the biggest thing for me, aside from Zach actually playing well, was just the way the offense looked. It looked like they were trying to add speed with Hardman and Gibson and 
and Ruckert out there. And it just, it felt like it was a game plan actually built for Zach Wilson and what he does well. Greenbean, your thoughts on the game plan and how everything kind of clicked for Zach this week. All right, let me first say guys like Lucky Leo and Jason Edwards are my my buddies. I got you, okay? You don't need to put in 500 milk tickets. Uh, I got you. You're good, okay? You don't have to worry about it. It's not every time you put it, you get another entry, okay? I'm putting you guys in once. Thank you for making sure I got it, but I got it. Um, what was the question? Uh, Zach, the game the plan time, for yeah. Zach, the offensive uh, game plan. It yeah. felt like it was actually built for Zach this week. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll buy a little bit of that. I mean, look, dude, let's just let's be objective, Jets fans. Let's not be homers on one side or the other. Whether you're a Zach uh, supporter, you know what I mean, like to to the to a fault, or if you're a Zach detractor to a fault. Like, let's remove all that and just be objective for a minute. Zach Wilson has been historically bad, all right? Whatever the alignment, again, Ryan brought up a stat two weeks ago that the Jets' offense with Josh Johnson, Joe Flacco, Chris Trevler, and Mike White is literally number one over the last three years, and with Zach Wilson, we're 31st. So other quarterbacks were able to come in with the same players and perform, right? That all said, we're very, very happy with what's going on I mean, he looked pretty good in Dallas. He looked really bad in New England, and he looked good against the Chiefs. Let's hope that he's figuring it out. One thing I can say is that there's been significant improvement, right? So, like, things like making the easy plays, whether it's a screen or what have you, he's been able to pull that off for the most part. His footwork's better. He's looking downfield. So he only had one real run backwards, 25, 35 yards. He only had one of those this year. So there's improvement. You can't take it away. But the results are still very, very similar, right? Like in New England, we only scored 10 points. It's like Zach Wilson struggles to get in the end zone. Hey, it changed this week. Let's just hope and root and support and all that sort of stuff. And maybe we have something. But I'm not ready to say like, well, now that this happened or now that we did this for Zach, like, dude, he's an NFL quarterback. He's got to be able to figure out every other quarter. Josh Johnson comes in cold off the bench and he throws for 330. You know, Zach Wilson has one 300-yard game, I think it is, in his entire career. And then he has one 299. So we uh, maybe we call that two. Right? That's 300 where I come from. 299 is 300 where I grew up. So uh, maybe we call it two 300-yard games. But again... You look at Mike White, you look at Josh Johnson, you look at Joe Flacco, and all these guys were able to come in and perform with the exact same cast of characters. So we don't want to exclude. It's just being real. Just being, I'm rooting for Zach as much as anybody next to Jets forever is rooting for Zach, right? I want him to win. I want him to succeed. I want this to go well. But let's not take one game where he threw for 245 and two touchdowns and fumbled at the end of the game and make him into a hall of fame player. Let's just, okay. We have reason to have hope. Let's do that. Say? What's that? I said, what am I, what did I just see? I said, he's a hall of famer. You're going to come at me like that green bean. That's B. I'm sorry, Matt. I know I, I don't like, that way. Jeez. I don't like to directly disagree with you, but I have to sometimes for the Randy show. Hamilton comes in here, says jets are going six and Oh, before the next loss. So that, uh, would be a win against the Denver Broncos. 
the Philadelphia Eagles, the New York Giants, the LA Chargers, the Las Vegas Raiders in Buffalo would be week six. So he thinks week 12 Friday, the Black Friday game, home to Miami, he thinks we're going to lose that game, says Randy. I can't say that like he thinks he's we're, we're going to lose that game because he has his win in six games <laughs> before that. So I should feel good. But in that stretch, so uh, Denver Eagles, Giants, Chargers, Raiders, Bills, I mean, the Bills and the the Eagles are clearly the two best teams in that stretch. But you got to think if the Jets can somehow, oh man, if they if they can get a win against the Eagles, I'm going to be feeling real confident going into the back half of this schedule here. Matt, what are your thoughts on the uh, the next six games? In that, I would like four and two in those next six games. And if you're at five and five halfway through your season, I think that would be. Like I, I would sign up for that with how the season closes out. Really, I was I'm looking at the next five because you have before the bye, we know Denver, we have the Eagles, you just routed it off uh after that. Then it's the Giants, the Chargers, and the um Raiders, the Raiders. and then the um the Bills. And then the Bills. I would really like to do four and one in the next five and get to five and four going into that Buffalo game, a divisional game. They always play Buffalo tough. I think that's a really, really, really difficult ask to go up mm -hmm. there and beat them. Can they do it? Yes. But th this is why this next game against Denver is so important. You got to get this one. And even if you go into the bye at two and four, you're still alive with how the second half schedule looks. Especially in this AFC. This AFC is not what we were thinking it was going to be at the beginning part of the season. This is a very, very attainable goal to get into the playoffs if you can even get to that two and four mark got to win against denver though and then you worry about the game after that and then the game after that and then the game after that one week at a time boys and girls uh steve drops in his first super chat he says jet fans need to sell tickets to jet fans too much red i agree there was so much red in that stadium it was incredibly frustrating to watch i wish you could like dictate on Ticketmaster or whatever like your fan affiliation and you could accept yeah. or decline offers on your tickets. Right. So that way you can, you know, when the Patriots are coming to town and you don't want to go to the game, you can at least jack up the price for the Patriot fan or make sure you're selling it to a Jet fan more. Uh, that would be more helpful. Yo, it's Vin says, when Aaron Rodgers is ready to play, I say he starts as long as he doesn't hit 65% of total snaps. LOL, let's effing go, Zach. Yeah, he's not going to hit the 65% snaps. That would be wild. <laughs> it's just an insane amount of snaps at the tail end of the season. Uh, no, I... Uh, I'm torn on that. I think if, if Zach gets us to the playoffs and he's looking good, I would not like rush Rodgers back because that's what ultimately I think is is going to happen. I think you're rushing Rodgers back if you want him to play this season. I think if you get to a point where um, he's like 85%, then I would play him as the backup, as the emergency situation in case Zach doesn't look good in a game. Then you can bring Rodgers off the bench and then you're not like, breaking up any kind of chemistry that was already there to just try this guy that was on an Achilles. Cause then it would be so jetsy to be like, okay, the jets finally got into the playoffs for the first time. And they switched to Rogers and you know, he has a setback or something stupid happens. And like, I don't know. There's a lot of things that could, could go on into this pooch guy comes in and says dead eye Skywalker meme of Zach fire coming for blood. Yeah. He's ready to go. He is ready to go. Ayo Dudu says, listen, guys, if you don't hit the milk thumbs for Matt Ryan or Green Bean, at least hit the damn button out of respect for Crossfire. Go Jets. Crossfire, I, I'm pretty sure he, like, he had to take out a second mortgage for all the Super Chats he put in tonight because that yeah. was <laughs> incredibly generous. But someone's, get, someone's getting two tickets to Jets Chargers tonight and someone's getting a jersey tonight, courtesy of Crossfire. 
So hit those milk thumbs at the very least for an incredibly dedicated and generous fan <laughs> in Crossfire. The best. J-Boy comes in and says, all, uh, I said it all year, Zach needed Tipman. I guess, right? Mm. I mean, you just need a good offensive line. And Tipman and, and Becton and AVT playing where they're playing right now, I am fine. I want to see this offensive line the rest of the way out. I don't need to be mixing up stuff. Dwayne Brown, go retire. Take your money. It's fine. I don't need to see you out there again. Like where we're sitting right now. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm trying to knife through all the uh, the crossfire super chats that I threw up before. Uh, Brian Scantleberry comes in. He joins as a member of the OnlyFans. Thank you so much. Nice. You know what? I didn't even throw this up for Crossfire. Let's do this. Look at that. Thank you guys so much for joining the OnlyFans. And actually, if you're a part of the OnlyFans, uh, well, the the YouTube membership OnlyFans, that is, and you're a part of our Discord, if you link your YouTube and Discord, you can actually sit and watch the game with us when we do one of those watch parties. And uh, you can actually see the games. It's kind of kind of fun uh, in cool. that Big way. Deal. It was fun. I enjoyed it that. It was. Yeah, it was a big deal. Mike B comes in, says both touchdown throws were breathtakingly on the money. Yeah, the the Uzama one was thrown in a perfect spot, and I mean, really, both of them were thrown in a perfect spot. The Lazard one was the wow one with just a missile going in there, and I think it was the safety that was coming over to knock that ball away, and it just came in with so much pepper. Really, really liked what we got to see out of Zach. Uh, Kevin C. Jets Pretzel. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know, this is Kevin, uh, the the gentleman that decided to heckle uh, our GM last year, and he said, I'm going to bend you like a pretzel, said, Dalvin Cook was another bad free agent signing of many. An average GM named JD is being exposed this year. So, Kevin, I am frustrated because I really think Joe Douglas is doing a, a really good job. There is plenty of evidence to suggest that there is uh, plenty of issues. You know, obviously his first draft with Becton and uh, Mims and everything. But if Becton keeps playing the way he's playing, that draft doesn't look as bad anymore. Like the rest of the picks are bad. I get that. But like Ashton Davis has single-handedly won us game. It's not single-handedly, but he's he's had big opportunities where he has done some really special stuff Mm. for us. And if Becton can be our left tackle, I mean, I'd sign up for that, you know, going into that draft. It's like, hey, we just need a tackle. It just took us four years to actually get it. Um, yeah. What was I gonna say? What's your name? Greenbean. What? what, hey. what your, I was like total brain fart. Uh, what are your think? What What are your thoughts on Joe Douglas as a GM so far? Well, look, Kevin is biased. He's mad. You know, he don't like him. Um, you know how that goes. It's like the. It's like if you really like somebody, like Jets Forever with uh, Zach or me with Mimsy, who's a Steeler, by the way. Everybody, mm-hmm. Steelers all today. Yeah, I got all kinds of, of uh, messages like, you okay? <laughs> uh, it's funny. But, uh, I mean, look, I think there's a – you if you look at it through that lens, I can see it. I can see. It. I mean, there's free agent flubs. There's draft flubs. There, You know, we talk about the offensive line. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. I mean, I, you know, as much as I support Joe Douglas, I think there's an argument to be made that, like, the fact that we're still playing musical chairs on the offensive line is some bullshit. You know what I mean? Four years now. You got to fix this damn offensive line. Now, if this alignment can stay together and, and and we have some young guys kind of on deck, the Max Mitchells, the Carter Warrens of the world, um, 
you're great, you know. But I think that an average GM, I don't know, man. Uh, I think uh, what he's done with this team is something that the previous two GMs couldn't do. The previous three GMs outside of, you know, 2000, really 2008 to 2010 with uh, Tanny, our GMs haven't been able to do. And Brad way before that, you know, it's, I think Joe Douglas is the best GM that we've had. Um, and Dalvin Cook being used as an ex, you know, as a reason. I didn't love the signing. I didn't really want the signing. I was in with everybody. Okay, if that's what the problem would be, Kevin, if we signed Dalvin Cook in the same way that we signed Le'Veon Bell to be our guy, right? To to like bring in the superstar and have him be our bell cow. That's a different story. We already had a strong running back room uh, led by Brees Hall, but with the injury and everything, so we, you know, we had some question marks, but our running back room is, is, is relatively strong. He brought Dalvin Cook in to kind of elevate it. You know, now he's not doing that, so it's, it's I mean, who knows what the season will hold. I think it's a, up to this point very, very uh, unspectacular. But he didn't bring him in here to be the guy. And that's the difference. That's what the Jets of old have always done. We went out there and signed, you know, whoever it is, Tremaine Johnson or um, Le'Veon Bell is a great example to come in here and be the guy we depended on to elevate the team. That's not what Dalvin Cook was. So he just, we had the money, you know, uh, and, you know, we brought him in here to kind of round out the team. He's still disappointing. So I get your, you know, I'm with you on that, but I don't think it's the same, you know, again, like we already had a run without Dalvin cook. We were fine. You know, Izzy would just be starting. We would have Izzy and bam Knight right now. Um, you know, on the back end now who would be on the 53, maybe Izzy, maybe bam Knight. who knows. But, uh, I still think that group was fine. Truth is I'd rather have bam Knight than Dalvin cook right now, right about now. But, uh, I get the point, but I do disagree. I think Joe Douglas has done a spectacular job. I mean, we lost our quarterback four play a quarterback, by the way, who has played just about every game in 15 years. He has like two years when he played less in the past bunch of years. He played every game. Of course, you know, you're thinking, well, he's that's what he does. He he makes it through the whole season. If we have to have Zach play a game here or there, then so be it. Nobody expected Aaron Rodgers to go down four plays into the season. Zach Wilson's like, what, what, me? But it's play five. What do you mean? What, me? Okay. You know what I mean? Holy shit. You know what I mean? On Monday night football, you know, like nobody expected that. So um, I think, again, the case, I get the case, but I think you're a grumpy pants and I think you're looking at it through the wrong lens. I mean, you just, we had Super Bowl, we had Super Bowl aspirations this year. And uh, that is very, very different than what we're used to seeing, right? So Joe Douglas did that. So let's let us let's be clear on what he's been able to do around here and uh, while not, while being imperfect. So I get both sides, but I disagree. I would also like to add to that, too, that Aaron Rodgers took a massive pay cut, and that money may not have been available 
like without saying like, hey, you know what? Let's bring in Dalvin Cook. Let's 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 use that to go get a guy that you played against in the AFC or in the NFC North, you know, for the last bunch of years. So to some degree, I don't know how much I want to hold Douglas totally accountable for Cook. I mean, he's the GM, so I guess it ultimately ends with him. But uh, it was kind of found money. Like the worst part about Dalvin Cook right now is that obviously he doesn't look very good, but that we don't have that money rolling over into next year. That that's yeah. kind of the thing that might irk me the most right now. The only thing I'll say to that is if Joe Douglas hit on his quarterback selection uh, with the number two overall pick, we wouldn't even be talking about Aaron Rodgers. We wouldn't, we'd be, our quarterback would cost 10 million. So, you know what I mean? It goes both ways. I'm with you there. It's a valid point. It's great. But just to be devil's advocate and kind of take Kevin's side on that mm -hmm. one, that's the other side of it. Like, you know, I was a huge fan of doing what the Dolphins did, taking the Niners' money. They were hungry. They were hard up. They wanted to give three picks and a third to move up. We could have taken that to, for them to move. And we might have even gotten another fifth out of it because we were a spot ahead. You know, and we could have backed up and got whoever, Mac Jones, uh, Justin Fields. Who, they could have sucked just as bad for us, and we'd have that extra capital. So, um, I mean, that's the thing. It's like I'm with you, and I believe Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, the way they're running the team, it, you know, kind of inspired uh, Aaron Rodgers to give that $35 million back. By the way, the largest pay cut in NFL history, Joe Douglas, everybody. But again, we wouldn't even be in that position if Zach Wilson was a legitimate NFL quarterback, and that's a problem. So it goes both ways. I can see the argument. I happen to believe Joe Douglas is the best GM we've ever had with his warts. He's got his warts. But if you're only looking at the warts, then the princess looks like a frog. You know what I mean? Like Rye say, Jinx says... Brees Hall, Denver Redemption game, 150 yards, two touchdowns. We're right there with you. That's what we want to see. Feed Brees. Uh, Douglas comes in, says, hilarious that A-Rod called Kelsey Mr. Pfizer on the Pat McAfee show today. Maybe he's afraid yeah. of catching something from T-Swift. I, I got a good chuckle out of that. The way McAfee and A.J. Hawk, like, kind of, like, cackled at it. And and Rodgers mm -hmm. didn't skip a beat. He just, like, kept going and talking. Like, like he didn't even say it. And it was just really... I enjoyed it. I think it was uh, trending up to number five, I think, on Twitter. And Johnson and Johnson was like number six just because of the, the funny, you know, obviously the Johnson and Johnson shot versus the, the Pfizer shot. Um, good, uh, good, funny stuff. Rich Samini's crusty tissue comes in and says, I'll take a jersey. Titman should be our full time right guard next to AVT. My thoughts on Lazard changed to super positive after Sunday. So, Matt, I want to hear from you. You think Titman should stay at right guard? And how are you feeling about Lazard right now? Um, so I think eventually Joe Tittman has to be the center on this team. Maybe the rest of this year he plays right guard. Um, but I, I, this is your long-term center. Um, I'm good with keeping AVT at right tackle, by the way. Like if Becton gets through this year healthy and you just have a, a Becton and AVT left tackle, right tackle duo, I think you're good with that. Easier to replace guard than it is tackle, as we've obviously seen many, many times over the last even three years. Um, and as for Lazard, I really liked the Alan Lazard signing. Um, and I know that some people thought like it was kind of redundant to what Corey Davis was and that, you know, Corey Davis was a, a better receiver and he really should have been the number two wide receiver. And then he retires and Lazard gets moved up and there's some questions about the wide receiver room. But I, I think Lazard's been pretty productive. He's pacing out 
for over 700 receiving yards right now on a really like on a let's call it what it is a poor passing offense just in general if you're looking at the four games so far um and has been a, a real vocal leader uh an obvious leader captain material um and, and he's only been here a short time and he's already making his presence felt in, in that way and I, I know sometimes the locker room cliches can get a little blown out of proportion but um i think he's to me at least comparable to a Corey davis in terms of production wise and what he's going to give you in an offense and to me is more of that vocal and present leader than what Corey was Greenbean, what about you? Do you think Tipman should be starting full-time at right guard next to AVT, and how do you feel about Lazard? <clears throat> well, here's my my thoughts on it. I think Tipman should, like you said, he should be the guard as long as uh, Connor McGovern is healthy, right? Because the issue with him wasn't his blocking. It was the snap, right? Aaron Rodgers and him, they, they couldn't quite uh, get the – the uh, the vibe going but the, he has all year to work on that i don't know to what degree they're working on it you know they don't want to now that he's a starting guard i'm sure that they don't want to mud you know muck up the works with making him think um at the same time if he's really dominant at guard just get a center next year man go get the next year's you know john michael schmitz or whoever steve avila whoever it might be that you want just, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, so to speak. You know, uh, if they really want to move AVT back inside, then okay, then that would push Tippman over. Either way, I think Tippman is showing his worth right now. He's showing that he's a strong draft pick. If he can't be a center at the NFL level, if he just can't do all of it, then at least we have a stellar guard. The thing with Tittman, one of the benefits of him is that he's known as an incredibly cerebral player, you know, able to identify what's going on with the defense and call out the, you know, the blocking assignments uh, quickly and effectively. That's something that not every center is proficient at. And we've seen, like, you know, look, we come from Hawaii, and it even goes deeper. Joe Fields and Jim Sweeney got res to soul. And, uh, and Kevin Mawai and Nick Mangold. And then we've had this period of time where it's just like we can't seem to find a center. Uh, Connor McGovern's been the, the most consistent that we've had. And he's, I mean, he really caps out right about average. You know, maybe a touch over at times. But he's kind of an average center. And that's that's not what you want. You want the, you know, the center to be to be dominant in my opinion and you want him to be able to pull to the outside you want him to be able to call out the you know the the stunts and and you know and recognize what's going on with, you know with the defense Dittman has all that so if 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 you can't if you don't feel good about the guys coming in uh, then Tittman's got to be your center and then you can very easily get a top guard in the first 3 rounds uh in in next year's draft but um, I don't know, man. I think, you know, it's it's week four. We've seen him for two games. He looks great. He looked very good in the preseason as well. Let's see where it all goes. Let's see. You know, look, Connor McGovern, you know, knock on wood, might get injured. And then, you know, this season. And we might have to see Tipman bump over. And then we see Wes Schweitzer or, or ABT moves over and Mar Max Mitchell's ready. Who knows, right? Billy Turner. So we don't know. We'll see how it goes. But if I had to guess... 
I would say that Tittman is going to be moved to center next year and, and will grab a, a guard or a tackle, depending on where they really want AVT. Um, but I think there's a good possibility that Tittman, if he's really dominant that guard, again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Just plug the other hole. Leave him right where he is. Gator needs his gat. Says, outside of quarterback, give me one trade target. I have one in my head, but Matt, I want to hear from you first. Outside quarterback. Let's say the Jets are, because I, I would say, you know, if the Jets are are sitting at three and four or four and three, maybe uh, at the bye week, I think we will be buyers. If we are at a wor- in worse shape, then I think we could be sellers. But let's say one trade target for the Jets. Non one trade target for an a non quarterback. I got one. Uh, you have your. I don't have one off the top. Of my I, I'll T Higgins. T Higgins. Bengals are reeling right now. I want T Higgins in a trade. <laughs> I think he's a stud. I love oh, the yeah, receivers I, that are out there. Like there's Mooney, there's Hollywood Brown. There's I like Mike Evans. I would be on board with Mike Evans too. But I think T. Higgins is a dog. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that a lot. Right? I th- I was like, oh, this is good. I'm gonna beat Matt's answer on this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm too excited. I didn't think of that because you would like before this season, you think, oh, they're competing for a championship. But if they keep losing games and they're one and six, like they you're you're probably out of it at that point. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, this this next week or two, by the deadline, we're going to find out if he's going to be possibly moved or not because I don't think there's going to be enough money for him and Burrow and Chase and um God, who's their other receiver that they have over there? Friggin' um Boyd. Yeah, Boyd. Tyler Boyd. There's right. just there's too many riches over there. Blitzcrew comes in. Says Zach earned a longer audition for this year whether it's one game or more to be seen. Uh, no one active on the roster lets us win in the play. No one active on the roster lets us win in the playoffs. I'm not sure I understand this one. Well, let me say this too. What What do you guys think about the idea? Like, I do believe Aaron Rodgers being there is a comforting, warm blanket for Zach Wilson. Like, you know, his 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 father figure, so to speak, was there, and we see a complete difference. Right? I think that's real. But what about the other side? Like, we just, like, he knew that, uh, what the hell's his name? Uh, Tim Boyle wasn't a threat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson would have to uh, just above die on the field for Boyle to get on the field. So signing Trevor Simeon, as unspectacular as he may be, he's been a an NFL quarterback and has had success at the NFL level. He was an actual threat. Like if Zach was just, you know, if he kept pulling off New England games where he was just atrocious, couldn't get first downs and the whole thing, if he was that, he knew that Trevor Simeon is here to replace him, to enter the starting lineup. So there might be some motivation there too. He might have like, you know, holy shit, man. Like I need to, I need to accelerate my lackadaisical plan here and kind of, you know, get his head out of his ass. I think there's some validity to that too, man. You guys agree? Yeah, I would say I like the, well, so Simeon lighting a fire under Zach's ass. Yes, I would say the Rodgers thing, more so than Zach, I think the Rodgers component, him coming in and talking to the team was good to kind of quell the, what felt like an uprising from some of our offensive players and Carter and, and Garrett. And I think him coming in and just saying, hey, look, some stuff's got to stay in-house. We understand this is going to happen. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit and say like, oh no, you shouldn't be upset and shouldn't voice your opinion. I think that's fine, but keep it in-house. 
and and keep it between our guys. It should not be on the lot like on the sideline. I think that was the biggest part of Rogers uh, coming here and and whatnot and kind of quelling that. Matt, your your thoughts on what Greenbean was just saying? Yeah, hard hard agree there um, because I, I know a lot of people were were saying before and their takeaway after this game might be, oh, Rogers is back and and see like all Zach needed was Aaron Rodgers to be there. I don't know if it's if I necessarily look at it like with only specifically him, but I just think he has a calming presence and like the team kind of needs him around. Like you said, keeping things in house and like, just kind of, he's the leader of that, of that team for sure. And I think having him around helps. And even like Roger said on Pat McAfee earlier today, who's like, there's no pep talk or anything that I could tell Zach. Like I, I speak to him any day, you know, every day anyway. So I don't really look at it as like he's oh, he's back and he's going to be in Zach's ear during the game and saying you got to do this or that or be in the headset. But I think his just presence of being there is really important for the entire team. And uh, we said it like on, before this game against Kansas City, like Trevor Simeon has been a better quarterback in his career than than Zach Wilson. So if they eventually yeah. went to that switch as uninspiring as that may be, you're you're talking about what would have been a, a potential upgrade, and now with that performance, he buys himself some more time. And if he starts, as I said earlier, if he starts stacking these performances one after another, then he's going to get the rest of the year. Hundred uh, percent. King Loski comes in, says, "We are on to Denver. Let's stop with the moral victories and let's win some damn games." He only avoided getting called a child this week. J E T S, baby. I agree. I agree. Got to move on to Denver. Got to get that win now. JR Jet comes back and he says, I'm sorry about that, Ryan. Also, not funny, Matt, but still got a love. I uh, still got love for you, baby. Was just curious. I didn't catch the beginning of the show. Jet up. JR, you got to see uh, Matt's comments at the beginning of the show. I know he played it like again and he redid it, but it was really nice. The beginning part. We let into it really well. Uh, but yes, it is all right. J-Boy says, as long as he's a Jet, support him. Talking about Zach Wilson, that is the green bean mantra and the mantra that really all of us should have. Anyone that's in a Jet uniform, we should be backing 110%. It's okay to be critical of him, but as soon as they step onto the field, that's our guy. Let's have his back while he's there. Yeah. Jeff comes in, says, Jets fans since 1963, praise them all you want, but at the end of the day, it's same old Jets. Zach's fumble was icing on the cake. They suck. Green Bean, throw this to you. How are you feeling about Jeff? Uh, I wanted the end of the day, same old Jets, sex fumble. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I'm with it. Now, look, I think Jeff, you gotta, you gotta pay attention to the reality, which is we saw a version of Zach Wilson that we haven't seen yet. We've seen him have exciting games. We've seen him do some nice things, but. The second quarter on, he looked like a real NFL quarterback. I'd like to acknowledge that. I mentioned a couple times in this very show. At the end of the day, you know, he fumbled a snap, and we and and we never, you know, we never got the ball back. So he blew it. So I'm with you, and the end result is identical. I'm with you, but. We held the Chiefs, you know, it was a three-point game, man. And we missed a field goal. And in, in my honest opinion, I don't love to do this, but it was so bad with the penalties. Um, 
It was a it was literally a rigged game. Like it was they were gonna make it happen. We got the pick, they took it away. You know, there was second and twenty or third and twenty-two. They made sure he got it. There were I mean it's not just like a little hold, like ah, that's holding. No, it was ridiculous holding. Jermaine Johnson was like swatting at his head. Like, come on. And that's how he broke free. You know, Bryce Huff was coming around. If Jermaine Johnson was right, he wasn't going anywhere. He would have had to figure it out another way. And um, so, but at the end of the day, you're not wrong. Same old Jets, same old shit. We had a great game. We still lost. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, I like to look at the positives, though, a little bit more, Jeff. So maybe we should talk. I'll help you. Jason comes in, says two and four at the bye, nine and two afterwards. Sign me up, J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Nine and two. Without looking at the schedule, I would assume those two losses, you're looking at probably Buffalo and one to Miami, I think. And then that has us winning probably, well, I guess every other game at that point. 11 and six is what that would put us at. And that would definitely get us into the playoffs. So I would sign up for that right now. I'm not quite as optimistic on nine and two. I want to see how these next two games play out. Douglas says, I think we should try and beat Miami's point margin versus Denver. I don't just want a win. I want to blow out, make a statement. Yeah, that, it, there's no other team, maybe New England. Actually, definitely New England. If New England, if we had the opportunity to like, oh, we can kick uh, a field goal to get the points record or kneel it down and just say like, oh, hey, we spared you. Oh no, I'm putting Belichick in the record book. But I yeah, I think yeah, Denver's yeah. the only other team that I have that level of spite for right now because of his comments towards Hackett. And it was like so, not out of left field, but it was so like, he didn't have to do it. And he went out of his way to make sure that he did do it. So Matt, I want to hear from you. Uh, if the Jets have the opportunity to go make a statement, you think they should? Absolutely. I, I want I want blood. I want them to go out there and lay a beat down. I want them to embarrass like what we saw from the Dallas Cowboys against New England. I don't know how much of that game you guys saw, mm-hmm. but they tr- they faked an extra point to go up 18 nothing at that. Like I, I want to embarrass the shit out of Sean Payton and that Denver Broncos team. I want it to be ugly. I want Zach Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett to go off. Like even if it's an ugly one and they uh are you know, they, they win 14-10, and it's not Zach Wilson's best day. I, I'll still take that because I the win is most important at the end of the day. But it would be so nice if it's like 300 yards, three touchdowns, and, you know, Brees Hall runs for 150 yards and a touchdown, and they win like 30-6. to six. Yeah, I, I want a statement game. Uh, boys and girls in the chat, make sure you hit that like button if you're enjoying what you're hearing. Make sure you hang around to the end of the stream because someone's going to win a jersey. And two people, well, I guess it should be one, I guess one person yeah, wins two one, tickets. Right. And they can bring a friend. That's probably the way to do it. <laughs> yes, That's yeah, what we yeah. should do. Um, boys and girls, we do have uh, some super chats in there. We are getting to them. So Captain Allen, Jay, Lucky, Wave, Kayuka, Midnight, Duncan, Jetted, and Douglas, we are getting to your super chats. Uh, we're just working our way down the list. But I do see, you know what? Let's throw Asman up here. I see Asman in the chat. What up, dude? He says, Sean Payton has a <laughs> has very large man hooters. He definitely, yeah. when you have Kevin James playing you in a, uh, like a documentary about you, not really flattering. Not really flattering. And I like well, Kevin James. I'm a big Kevin James guy. Not a big Sean I Payton think, I think man boobs are the new black. <laughs> That's how I see it. <laughs> and boobs are coming back, Jake. 
Man boobs are making a comeback. They better be, because or else I'm going to be out of fashion soon. Uh, so, important to me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, Captain comes in. Captain says, Zach could have had 300 against Kansas City if the offense got the ball back for a two-minute drill. Maybe Denver game, he can pad the stats. 310, four touchdowns. Yeah, if, he, if the ball comes back to Zach, it would have been close, right? Like, we think he probably could have scored a touchdown. They needed, was it just, it was only a field goal, right? Like, we lost by three points. So, I guess it depends how Kansas City ends that drive. But, yeah, it, it would have been a lot closer, right? Uh, Allen comes in. Allen says, every GM has misses. JD is the best of the Jets GMs in my lifetime, at least. I 100% agree. I mean, I don't know how you don't look at his last draft class and not say, like, the best GM we've ever had. And then, like... Just even some of his scrap pile pickups. Quincy Williams is playing like one of the best damn linebackers in the league right. right now. Unsung hero right now. Like this guy is playing lights out. He has harnessed that heat-seeking missile speed and turned it into like productivity and like not missing tackles and not causing penalties. Like I, I'm big on on Joe Douglas and the Bryce Huff find. I mean, one of the most efficient pass rushers in the NFL right now. It's it's absolutely awesome, and I'm I'm a JD guy for sure. J-Boy says, look at the team before Joe Douglas and look at it now. That is a big factor in this. Like, would you want to have the team that Joe Douglas inherited or would you rather this team as it stands constructed right now? Greenbean, what would you say? This or before Joe? Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's what I keep saying, right? It's like, it's, it's night and day, man. Like, yes, there are problems. Again, they, I think a mistake there are two big mistakes that I see right now. One is they put all their eggs in Aaron in the Aaron Rodgers basket, right? And they thought, well, reset Zach. Aaron Rodgers is almost guaranteed to play every game. If not, he misses one or two. And Zach can handle that. They shouldn't have done that. And we talked about it all offseason. In my opinion, it would have been safer to push Zach to three bring in a Bridgewater, a Minshew, like while they were out there. Go and grab a dude. You know what I mean? Whoever the hell it is, just grab a guy that can play. If they did that, I think we'd be in a better situation because he would have had training camp and the whole thing. The other thing is I am a little disappointed with our lackadaisical approach to the offensive line this offseason. I know we've talked about this. Yes, they took a swing at Orlando Brown and – and, uh, you know, they brought in Billy Turner and they brought in Wes Schweitzer. And so they, it's not like it's ignored like it was under McCagnan. McCagnan would go get one free agent guy and that would be that. You know, Mike McCagnan uh, took, I think it's two, it might be three offensive linemen in the, in, in the five drafts that he had, the highest one being in the third round. Joe Douglas has used two first-round picks, uh, has taken at least one, usually two offensive linemen in every draft that he's been here. So it's not like he's ignoring it, but I thought this year, especially coming out of what we experienced last year with just a complete decimation of our tackle position, I thought, like, depending on Becton and and uh, and Dwayne Brown, who was coming off an injury at 60 years old, I thought that was a little risky. And I thought Carter Warren, who was injured when we drafted, it's a little less than I want to see. I thought that he flubbed the offensive line. Um, so those are the two big mistakes. But you can't deny it, man. Even with that shit, even with last year with the worst quarterback play in the league, 
we're losing. We lost six one score games at the, you know, uh, you know, the second half of the year. We were seven and four at one point. And without that, if we would have had 20th quarterback play, we're in the playoffs. Like it's that simple. One more victory. And we made it to the playoffs last year. Don't forget the 11th, 11th, the, uh, 16th game of the season, week 17, we were still fighting for a playoff spot. So, like, yep. it's not that we wanted to see it, but that's the truth of it. So, I would much rather be in this situation and not point out all the warts. It's like it's like being like, I can't find a girlfriend. You're 50 years old. You've never had a girlfriend. You're the 40-year-old virgin. Then you get a girlfriend, and you're like, I don't like her toes. So, like, <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I, I'm Jeremy. If you're in the chat, I have to call you out right now because Jer no, Jeremy, Jeremy had a comment <laughs> the other day. Taylor Swift's not even that attractive. I was like, Jeremy, oh, I know. How are you calling that? That's not a, a shot at Jeremy, but like, what? man, sitting on his high horse, calling Taylor what? Swift unattractive. <laughs> Remember uh, how he said it though, too. He goes, "Oh, it was great." I'm not trying it to be sour grapes or anything, <laughs> but she's not so even attractive. Good. <laughs> we're like what's that got to do with anything <laughs> oh man. That? doesn't matter she's the biggest star in the world dude the only one bigger is like uh i don't know who's bigger I don't know if there is anyone bigger right not uh, bigger like as far as like english speaking like as far as i'm aware of i feel right. like t-swift has got to be the biggest i mean there's there maybe there's someone in like india or china or something like that that's like even bigger that like yeah. you just don't hear but yeah right yeah. Uh, Lucky Leo comes in and says, Cook started late. He is in his training camp right now. He will pick it up. JD is the best we ever had. I do think JD is the best GM we ever had. Matt, you think uh, Cook is going to turn it up a little bit as we get a little further into the season? No. I think he's cooked. I think he is he's cooked. I think it's over. Wild Wave says, Talented roster. Cap guy. Not too many locked-in contracts. In JD, we trust. He turned this ship around. Unfortunate that the quarterback went down. Yeah, Wild Wave, I'm right there with you, and Kayuka Lake is as well. Kevin Pretzel is a loser. Extend JD. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> I want to say, say, too, we haven't seen Kevin in a while. Kevin was a regular for years, and then he had the Pretzel thing. We got into some debates. Well, no, I guess I, I, see him. Him. I see him a lot on Jet Nation, so I'm still very active on the forums yeah, over right, there, well, so he's always right. posting over there. So I, I Yeah, that's where he bit. comes from. You know, I mean, we've known Kevin for years, right? Oh, yeah. I didn't know. He's a good I dude. Didn't know just, was, I don't agree with him. <laughs> He's a good dude. He's just a butthole. You don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I, that tough, tough look to be screaming in the face of uh, a GM. Yeah, yeah. Especially he's waiting late in the rain. I, I know. Guess. Like, you're, you know, it's like, I don't know. I, you know, it's like, hey, man, different strokes for different folks, right? But again, it's nice to see Kevin around. I hope he's still around so I can say, I love you. So I have a little, I don't know if I have a thing for it. Let's see if we, uh... oh, I got it. Here, here's the one for Kevin. You guys an idiot. Oh, <laughs> that's very Sorry, hurtful. <laughs> Midnight Mike show comes in, says Mahomes posing after the final run, after his gross performance made him look like a douche. Great to see Zach play well, go Jets. Yeah, I agree. When he slid at the goal yep. line and did that little pose at the end, I was just kind of irked because of all the penalties or lack thereof on that final drive. Like, that very much 
felt like a, a like a Tom Brady type, like, oh, there's that defensive holding. Let's get another first down. Like that was the the treatment that it felt like they got. And I, I was definitely rubbed the wrong way. Um, mm-hmm. But again, if I don't want to see it, you got to stop it. But it just felt like he was gifted it anyway. And the Jets right. did get the better of him. Matt, what were your thoughts after Mahomes got that first down and slid? Uh, yeah, a little bit much, if you ask me. Um, what, this? Yeah. The, uh, I just had my worst game ever. I know. Fucking I got outplayed by Zach Wilson in prime time. But I think he was into the MetLife crowd, if I had to guess. I, I, you know, I you read know, his lips. That's exactly what it said. You know how you guys make fun of me that I have a legitimate reason to hate every NFL team? Right? You guys make fun of me. It's been a while, but you guys are like, yeah, like the Vikings, the Cardinals. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, back in the, you know, I have like a legit, that is now the reason I hate the Chiefs and I hate Patrick Mahomes. That hold and that display, I can't stomach it, man. And that's it. Like in eight years, somebody's going to, why do you hate the Chiefs? I'm like, I'm going to tell you why I hate the Chiefs. And it's going to be that right there the thing that you're talking about right now i don't like it man it's like you gotta in my opinion you gotta kind of acknowledge all right we're gonna take it we're gonna win the game but i don't need to show off but the thing is he's the nfl's probably like hey play the role like get excited we're gonna let you do these things but you gotta you gotta play your part so i don't know what's going on i'm making up a bunch of shit now i'm going deep down the rabbit hole but it doesn't matter for me, as a fan, I need reasons to hate everybody. I now have a reason to hate Patrick Mahomes and his stupid-ass Chiefs and Andy Reid, for that matter. I hate them all. So this is a little-known fact, but it's something Greenbean actually shared with us. He had engine trouble in the 80s, and that's why he hates the Oilers. Fact. That's right. Fact. I'm not making that up on the that's spot right, right the now. Oilers don't even exist. And I, I still, if I see a damn oil thing, a rig, an oil rig, Fucking I go nuts. I go nuts. Uh, I love uh, you, Green Bean. Uh, Duncan comes in and says, took a step back with first contact tackling versus KC. Dude, Whitehead, wrap up a fucking player. These missile shots that wind up leading to like first downs, pissing me off. That's what happened all last year. You were doing so great. Wrap up. Wrap up. Jetted out don't says, don't forget the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on JJ when the chief pushed him first. Yeah, JJ got caught. That's why you don't do it. He got caught by the official after someone else did something to him. It should have been offsetting penalties because JJ was just reacting to what happened to him. So I'm really irritated. And it's one of those things where JJ says, well, look, I, I would have done something a little bit more, but I didn't want to get tossed out of the game at an important part of the game. So at least there was like kind of an acknowledgement in his head of, of situational awareness. But man, yeah. Matt, how'd you feel about that unsportsmanlike conduct penalty? Yeah, I, that just goes back to show you what I was talking about. The uh, inconsistencies. The Pat Mahomes, no intentional grounding call. Mm-hmm. Well, that was that. That was intentional grounding if I've ever seen it. Look it up in a dictionary. That, that picture comes up. A screenshot of that play. Didn't um, make it back to the line of scrimmage. Inside the tackle box. Receiver not five yards away. Yeah, yeah. That should Bingo. be a challengeable play. You can literally mark all those down and say, yep, yep, yep. That should be a challengeable play. I agree. Dude, somebody just asked me if my neighbor is raising zebras because they want one. Dude, Rusty Spooner, (laughs) you're out of your mind. 
<laughs> I love it. He wants he wants some referees. The uh someone was I was talking yeah. to someone the other day in the live chat and I forget who it was, but they're like, I actually he, he's like, I went on a vacation to Mexico and I <laughs> rode a donkey that had white stripes on it. And he's like, they called it a zebra, and I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> that is really, really funny. Uh, Douglas comes in. Douglas says, the look in Zach's eyes during his interaction with Mahomes spoke val... Spook? Yeah. Let me reset that. Try it again. Douglas comes in the Super Chat says, the look in Zach's eyes during his interaction with Mahomes spoke volumes. Past games, he looked dejected. This time, he looked piss pissed. Yes, let the anger flow through you. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I, I do like what Mahomes said to him at the end of the game, too. Like, hey, Play like that the rest of the season. Like, you know, it was more of a confidence thing than anything else. And I like how Zach looked because I think he's going to come out against Denver with his hair on fire. And I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. Greenbean, how are you feeling about Zach towards the end of that game? And how did you think the interaction with Mahomes sat with you? I don't like anything. Um, you know, I don't like it all. I don't like... I don't like people smiling after a loss. I don't like taking pictures. I don't like trading jerseys. I don't like any of it. You know what I mean? Like this whole thing, it's just very different than what I grew up in. Like I was kind of raised in this, you know, this football mindset that when we lost, we were upset about it. Now it's like, oh, we lost. Hey, man. Like the guy who just ruined your damn game, you know, like sauce with Micah Parsons. And then, and then Micah Parsons just disrespects him and gives him like some sort of pre-packaged jersey he got from the NFL shop. It's like, you know, good. You deserve it, Sauce, because you shouldn't be doing that. Micah Parsons just wrecked our offense, and you want to go over there and get the jersey. I don't like it. I don't like any of it. So I didn't like this. the Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes comes off to me sometimes like he's just like, I mean, he's earned it, right? So you got to give it to him. He's earned it. But he just comes across like, you know, hey, kid, you know, don't worry about it. Don't give up on your dreams. I'm doing like a John Travolta. I don't I don't know why I'm doing it. I love that. it. Keep going. You know, that's how he sounds to me. Don't worry about it, everybody. You know, like that's how he seems to me. And I'm like, yo, fuck yourself. Like that's just how I feel with Patrick Mahomes, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, Zach should have just said, hey, it was real nice to uh, completely outplay you. And uh, that you needed the refs to uh, to steal the game. I wish Zach had Dude, that. Dude, imagine kind of if confidence. he, imagine if he was just if Zach if Mahomes goes, hey, play like that that the rest of the season, and Zach goes, hey, play like me the rest of the season, like just a, right. a nice little like jab back would have been a nice like ha, -ha. Yeah. <laughs> even though, even yeah. with a loss, it would have been nice. Yeah, he would have said, you know, I haven't gotten a roughing the passer penalty uh, since 2021. You know, and they never call holds. I'm allowed to get completely dominated and be the shit beat out of me. And uh, and you needed our guys to be held. You know, I I would have I would have talked his ear off with that shit until he left, and I would have followed him. Like you know, like the Jermaine Johnson play, huh? Huh? What do you think of that? You think he would have got the third and twenty two without fucking holding? That's what I would have did the whole time. I would have followed him to the locker room. That's what I would have just did. lay into him. J-Boy comes in and says, I think everyone forgets Zach didn't get a lot of reps with the ones in camp this year. So That's I think right. there is something to that. There was part of me that was like, we got reps with the ones all last year, but it is a new offense. So I'll give him that. And I would say it was more of an excuse for week one because Rodgers got all the reps heading into that. So I don't know. 
I, I think Zach is feeling more comfortable. I think the offensive line is blocking better, and I do think that Hackett is building a game plan and putting the right players on the field more now than he was a little bit earlier. Matt, what are your thoughts on the Zach hasn't played with the ones in camp? Uh, if receivers open, throw to said receiver. It, do, it doesn't mm. matter who it is. You know, you, you gotta you gotta be able to find the guys. You know, it's simple simple quarterback things. If it was if the timing was off on some of these throws or some of these plays, maybe that's a little bit of a different story. Like, oh, he was a little behind on this throw because, you know, he didn't know how this guy runs the route or whatever. But not reading the defense and not, um, you know, seeing the open guy is doesn't really have to do with you getting reps with the ones or the twos. That shouldn't matter. Lucky Leo says props to Jones for being class for being classy. Dude, much respect. Can't say that about uh, Rodney Harrison. And I don't care that he apologized. F him. Yeah. Harrison's interview after the I game. I didn't see it. What did he oh, say? I, I, I dude, I have. Hold on. I got it. Well, we could play it. Yeah, let's it was, watch it. Dude, I was I like, I was fired up. Give me one second. I just got to figure out where I saved it. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, I was I was hot to trot about that. Um, okay, so let's go here. All right. Was Zach better tonight than what you anticipated he would be watching him on tape? And you could be honest. Um, honestly, yeah. uh, if I'm being completely honest, we knew it was going to be a battle. He's continuing to get better week in and week out, and he's continuing to lead week in and week out. But watching that tape, man, you got to look at this dude and say, oh, he is garbage. Like, we should we should really tear him apart sure. earlier. Like, Fucking I mean, asshole. Is special, man. You just got to give the guy time. You know what wait, I mean? Wait, 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 wait. Did you say Zach Wilson is special? Yeah. I think he had a special night, but I don't think he's special. I've got to prove that over. You're special because you proved it over a course of time. Well, he's not um, special. I'm just saying. Micah response. I didn't Tony see the Michael Dungeon. Parsons response. But I, so, someone did tell me that Parsons stuck up for Zach and, yeah, and that yeah, interview. That? that was awesome. What did he say, Matt? Um, I, I could say I could say it's a long answer. It's like a minute and fifty three seconds. But um, he, he gave us like, the gist of it. Yeah, I mean, he he basically just stood up for him and was like, he's not, you know, he's out here competing every day, like. That's not that's not right to that was really disrespectful and it wasn't right. Um, I, I thought it was a very respectful answer from Micah Parsons and he had Zach's back. Like Zach went from public enemy number to one to like everyone's favorite player in the league. Like the players are, are everyone's sticking up for him. They want to see him succeed now. I love it. I, I think it's a really cool thing to see. I also like I don't know if you guys caught this. Uh, NBC edited the response for Chris Jones uh, or not, the, didn't edit his response, only showed his response, didn't show the questions being asked by Rodney Harrison because they clearly felt that it was out of line as well. So uh, fuck Rodney Taylor, Harrison. I hope he Taylor burns Swift. his tongue on some hot coffee. Taylor Swift probably said, that wasn't nice. And he said, don't worry, we'll remove it. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Green Bean, you're feeling a kind of way today. Yeah, it's fucking late. Asman comes you in know, again and says, Green Bean, not a Rex Ryan toe kind of guy, I guess. Not a toe guy, Green Bean? I don't well, really know I what think this it, is in it, reference to, in but the, that's all right. Well, I got, dude, I don't, I mean, preference means that I lean one way or the other. I don't really have preference. I'm a, I'm a fun guy. Do you have a guy. preference on toe? Like, of the five on the one foot? Or maybe it's a left foot, right foot. Maybe it's a one in ten kind yeah, of thing. I, all right, my preference is five on one. 
right? <laughs> and then on the other one, I like five. I mean, but the thing is, I'm going to shoot real straight. Not every girl I've dated had that. So it's just sometimes shit happens. Lawnmowers get in the way, all kinds of fun stuff. I have a very good friend of mine who, uh, when he was a kid, his father was doing the ride in lawnmower. He was a kid. He, he just kind of ran up and jumped on his father and, you know what I mean, kind of playing. And his father didn't, and was backing up. He didn't realize he ran over his foot and his toes are gone. Now he's got a like a uh like a stubby thing you know what's really funny we used to use him as a field goal kicker he was excellent it's very true it's a true 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 story that little club was very good at kicking the football um so i could watch a documentary on your entire life greenbean i just want to let you know that i'm telling you you watch like an hour and a half long docuseries on like (laughs) it's a lot of things but uh you know to jake's point you know i mean Let's be honest. Like Rex Ryan shouldn't have been doing all that weird, wacky shit. He's the head coach. You got to you got to rein it in a little bit. And then having the picture of your wife's feet on your desk, like you know, you got to know. But let's be real for a second. As far as feet go, his wife was pretty good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's pretty good feet. So if that's your thing, you know. So I'm not necessarily a, a foot guy, but I do see them, and I prefer when they're you know kind of taken care of and all that kind of stuff but uh yeah i mean i think hey, that's don't it. want some gargoyle toes or anything i guess some yeah you no know, and i think in the context i used it wasn't necessarily about me or you or anybody else it was just pointing out a meta it was like a metaphorical you know you can't get a woman and then you get one after 40 years of being you know unable to do it and then the you first thing you see is you know i don't like her toes and it's like all right well you know <laughs> I forget how we were using it, but you well, know, I, I could have said I don't like her teeth. What a whatever. It could have been the same thing, but uh, I, I know. Toes was perfect. It. You said it the right way. Right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much, Douglas. Yeah, see, Douglas comes in and says Green Bean has <laughs> Mahomes. Green Bean has Mahomes going. He messed with my hair. I'm not sure what that means. Well, because I did the Travolta thing. I, I and the funny oh. thing was, I wasn't trying to do that. It's just, it's like, you know, my wife makes fun of me. Every like accent I try to do, I'm like, he like he's from Scotland, and I go right into Paisan. You know, I'm like, hey, I'm from a Scotland. That's <laughs> just, I don't know how to do anything else. <laughs> like, hey, I'm from a Russia. How you doing? You know, it's like the same shit. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I'm limited in my uh, in my impressions, you know. That's I feel like that's better though, because I have I have a coworker, and I won't mention her name in here, but she's a fan of the channel. I don't think she's. I think it's too late for her to actually be on right now. But anytime a customer comes up, and it's not to be mean or anything, she just kind of adapts the accent that that person has, and she's like working the front counter, <laughs> like, "What are you doing? Stop talking uh-huh. that way to like different people." She's like, "I'm not trying to. Just it just happens." I'm like stop <laughs> you're gonna get me in trouble you're gonna get yourself in trouble don't do it stop being stupid Ugh. all right we have hit the end of our stream which means we get to give away a jersey we get to give away the uh the spinning wheel thing and we get to give away tickets to jets chargers week six part of our long uh win streak that we're about to go on starting this sunday you're going to get to see a win against well, Chargers. Well, let me, let me say this, though. Um, Crossfire put a comment in there. I'm going to be home in 10 minutes. Don't let them do the ticket giveaway till I get back. 
So okay. Crossfire, Let's do that last. If you're here, you got to let us know, buddy. We're going to try to wait, but don't forget, I get up in two hours. So, no, he's here. I mean? like, all right. He's got it. Okay. We got him. I feel like we should do All the right. ticket test anyway. Build up to it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Should we do spinning wheel first? Because spinning wheel is like, statistically speaking, going to be the lowest uh, value prize. Maybe there's a chance we give away two jerseys tonight. That is true. First, though. I'm with you. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Let's see. What am I doing here? All right. I'm all over. Hold on. Let me see if I missed anybody real quick. Douglas. Nope. We're good. Let's see how many of the how many people do we have in our baggage claim? Greenby. The baggage claim is the regular one, right? Regular one. 16. Oh, Ablab drops in too. Oh. Ablab, what's up, dude? What's there good, buddy? Let's, Let's throw it up, Ablab. Where is so, he? Uh, Boom! Ablab says, "Gang, question for the panel and chat: What will Zach Wilson's final season stats be?" Love. Ooh, okay. So yeah. let, let's answer this before we go on to our baggage claim question. Um, final season stats. It really depends on how confident you are that Zach's going to continue playing to this level or if you think he winds up kind of turning into a pumpkin and getting benched. So let's say he continues to play at this current level. I'm going to say he's going to have 3,000 yards, 24 touchdowns, Whoa. 12 picks. That'll be my guess. That's I don't know where we stand right now, but I'm just throwing numbers out there. I'm assuming like because we're so many games into the season and we had bad performances prior to this, he's not going to attain the certain level that I would hope he would get to if he played at this current level. Um, Matt, I'll throw it to you first, then we'll go to Green Beam. Uh, okay. I'll say 3,400 yards. Um, 17 touchdowns, 15 picks. Oh, man, I was really hoping to see more touchdowns. That's right. Greenbean, how are you feeling? What do you think our final stat line is going to be for Mr. Zach Wilson? All right. Now, are we assuming he plays the rest of the season? That's what we're let's doing? Let's do that. Let's, let, let's play okay. rest of the All season, right. and we'd say somewhere in the trending upwards direction. Not the, right. the turn into a pumpkin. Ablab, here's what it is. This is the truth because I always tell the truth. Zach Wilson, if he plays the rest of the season will have 3,600 yards, 21 touchdowns, and 30 picks. That's what he's going to have. <laughs> really? I was going super optimistic yeah. until that final I know, I was trying. Be. I was trying. I had to do one. But I, I think he's going to have more interceptions than touchdowns. I mean, I he's been good. He hasn't thrown a pick in two weeks. I'm going to knock on some wood. But... um. Yeah. yeah, but I don't give a shit. Just 3,600 and, and whatever I said with the touchdowns, that's pretty good. Let's do 64.4 completion percentage, too. What do you think of that, Ablab? That may, anything over go. 60 would make me feel pretty pretty good about Hell that. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. Soldiers of God comes in with a $1 super chat, so we got another person in there. And I see someone in there saying, how many? Uh, how do I get into the giveaway? Got to throw in a super chat. Super chat, all super chats go into the, uh, the baggage claim giveaway at the end of the stream. Uh to possibly be in this. We didn't really say how we were doing the jerseys or the, yeah. like, the jersey giveaway. Um, I think we just do the, it from the Super Chats again. 
Yeah. Well, the tickets. No, I have a whole list of ticket people. Tickets um, different. I'm saying the jersey that we're getting. We're doing a, the the baggage claim wheel for one prize. Then we're gonna give a jersey away as the second prize, and then we're gonna give away two tickets to our group buy as the main event. So I guess I, let's just pull it from the super chats, I guess, for the um, and we'll do the random number generator. So where are we at from a full count of super chats? Green meat. Uh, with Soldier of God, we are at sixty six. Ablab and Soldier of God got us to sixty six. Oh baby! All right. So this one's gonna be for the baggage claim, the random number. Let's see who we get. Number ten. Who is super chat number ten? Uh, number ten is Gator needs his gat. Gator. All right, Gator. What's up, dude? Good stuff. All right, so Gator Needs His Gat is going to win something off the spin wheel right here. So let's give it a spin. Hello. Hello. Jersey, 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 Jersey. Ooh. Pillow. Pillow. <laughs> All right. Gator Needs His Gat, you're going to get a pillow from the Talking Jets store. Make sure you reach out to us Talking Jets show at gmail.com or Jets Talk 247 at gmail.com. Let us get your information, send you out a pillow. Thank you so much for playing. Uh, now we got to do our jersey giveaway. Mm. So we should do our random number again. And we'll do, do we want to do 65 and pull out the get, Gator Needs His Gat because he already got the, the pillow? Right, yeah, so then it would be 65. Yeah, right. I'm pulling right, 65. Gator out. This random number that I'm about to hit right now is going to win a jersey. Number 45. Who's 45? Oh, motherfucker. Hold on. No, no. Uh, you can use my toes. Jason Edwards. Woo! Oh! Jason Edwards wins a jersey tonight. Jason, reach out to us. TalkingJetsShow at gmail.com. That's without the G. Talking Jets. Talkin, T-A-L-K-I-N, Jets Show at gmail.com or Jets Talk 24-7 at gmail.com. I'll get your information. We'll send you out a jersey of your choosing. Um, obviously, we hope it's a Jet jersey, but if you really want to go a different direction, we'll send you a Jet jersey anyway. Uh, <laughs> Ty Park comes in with a, uh, a $1 super chat. Thank you, Ty. Um, now we got to give away our, our, uh, our tickets. Yeah. So how many people are Two. in the tickets two tickets to our week six no sorry uh week nine november 6th jets chargers game the three of us are going to be there tailgating with tailgate joe we're so pumped for it it's going to be an absolute blast and someone's winning two tickets as soon as green bean tells me how many people are entered into it and then i'll plug it into the thing and then we'll then we'll do the whole random number thing as well how many people right, we, got? we got we got 42 Ooh, 42. So we got 42 people in on this. So right someone on. is about to win two tickets to Jets Chargers right now. Random number eight. Who is number eight, Green Bean? Oh, man. Courtesy of Crossfire. Courtesy oh, of Crossfire. Oh, it's Crossfire. Is you ready? No, it's no, Crossfire. no. You ready for this? No, it's not. Oh. Jason Edwards. No, no. way. Yeah. Can you win both? 
Oh man. <laughs> How did you why not? It's a it's we organic. Probably, is it is it the same? It's not the same super chat though. It's a different super chat. No, it's right? not a super chat. These are just people putting oh, in milk in and milk and tickets. That's it. Interesting. I just took it in order, man. This is organic. I I mean I we didn't Dude, make any we didn't make any rules beforehand. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even occur to me. I just assumed like back. interesting. <laughs> Jake Aspen wants his money back. Jason Edwards is a good dude, man. I, yeah, hey, you know what? Screw it. We get to see him wear his jersey to our event. Wow. That's there it is. Right. Jason <laughs> Edwards, congrats. Big night for Jason Edwards, everybody. He wins a jersey Seriously. and two tickets courtesy of Crossfire. Ooh, ooh, ooh. How about this? I, I've got one more up my sleeve. One more up my sleeve. And Jason, I think you'll forgive me for this. So you get the two tickets. That comes with two shirts. Since you're getting the jersey, I'd like to give away one other shirt. One of those shirts from the from the group buy. Do you think that's probably fair considering you're getting the jersey? So then he would get one shirt. He would get one, one shirt and shirt. one jersey. And we're going to give away one okay. of the shirts from the giveaway that Crossfire gave out. I think that's I think I that's think, fair. That's more than a fair trade, I would say. I think that's okay. That's an ample trade. All right. I think I think that's pretty good. So so green bean, how many? Let's do. Let's pull from the super chats again. What number do we have? Um, well, yeah, and I see. Weird. I see uh, in there. I hope Jason Edwards liked the stream. I hope he did too. <laughs> Automatic disqualification if you didn't like the stream. Yeah, yeah. give us some milk ah. thumbs. Jason Edwards always gives a milk thumbs. He He's does. Good He's a good dude. All right. So who won? Oh, Jason Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if he wins the next raffle, he, he can't win the shirt. He can't All win right, the shirt. Go ahead. Hey, do this. Here's the deal. I'm not going to change it because it messes up my numbers and everything, and I'm stupid. So uh, let's just do 65 again. Okay. And if it's Jason Edwards, I will go to the following number. So if, it's, if he's 42, I'll pick 43. Clear? We're good? That's fair. All right. That's fair. I'm an honest man, everybody. I'm in recovery. Do we want to do a shirt or do we want to do another spin on the wheel? It's like kind of a curveball, right? Doing the shirt from the giveaway. To the shirt. I kind of like I like spinning the wheel. Okay, fine. We'll do the shirt. Spin the wheel anyway. <laughs> All right, I'll Just, spin the wheel anyway. Number 20, while Green Bean gets that back up and going. I'm gonna spin the wheel anyway. Boom. You wanna know who it is? Fucking Jason Edwards again, isn't it? No, it's crossfire. Ah! <laughs> it can't be crossfire, number right? 20 is he, oh no, it can't be crossfire. I don't think we've sent him it. I don't a think we sent him a shirt. Did we send him a shirt? I don't think we sent him a shirt. Crossfire, well, he's you get coming. a shirt or a pillow. He's coming, so he gets a shirt. Crossfire, what do you think? You the shirt's yours, but you do get two shirts with the two tickets that you bought for yourself. Crossfire is actually coming to hang with us too. Did he get two? I think he did. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, he's he taking his he wife. Come with us. Yeah, him and his wife. I thought he said that. All right. Yeah. So we're going to say, is Crossfire in there? First off, he's in there. You sent me a hoodie and a shirt. Okay. So <laughs> Crossfire, you let us know what to do. You want the uh, you want another shirt? Because we or probably we... have. Do it, again, he says, do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Okay. All right. All right. Let's pick another random number. New number. New number. We're doing 65 again. Random number. Number 34. Now I'm going to spin the wheel again. <laughs> this is I'm... really good. Kevin J. Pretzel. <laughs> Kevin no! C. Pretzel. 
Kevin C. Pretzel. Let's see what he gets. Or Kevin C. Pretzel. Sorry, yeah. We're going to get you a pretzel at the game. That's what it's going to be. He gets mug. a mug. Should we change it and make a JD's face on the mug? Probably. That's right. We got to do JD's <laughs> face on the mug. <laughs> no matter just, what it just is. Just a pretzel. Just a, a, a broken pretzel yeah. or something like that on the mug. <laughs> yeah, twist it up. Yeah, it's great. Oh, that's great. Okay, so Kevin C. gets the mug. Jason Edwards gets a jersey and two tickets to Jets Chargers. And am I missing someone else? Someone else was in there too, right? Who, who got the first one? Um, who was it again? Hold on. I have to go back and look at it. Hold on. I, I wrote it in here. Um, shit. Jason Edwards won two. Uh, I took <laughs> Take a piss in the mugs. <laughs> says Stud City. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I can't remember who won. Let me see here. Hold on. I got to find my kind. I have the memory of a fruit fly. I can't be <laughs> goldfish. <laughs> Gator yeah. needs his gat won the there first one. That's right. Oh, yeah. Gator, Gator needs Duh. his gat was the one that won the uh, the pillow originally. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, man. The chat is fired up about Kevin winning the mug. They're all pissed. Jake Aspen's dude, calling it a disgrace. Dude, it's one of those things. We don't rig it. It's like it's totally... <laughs> Authentic, totally organic. So I, well, I, I Jake, feel like I just got to keep it. It's got to got to be. Uh... I agree. I agree. I think now, we keep I'll it. present this. Maybe this will soften his heart. You know what I mean? Maybe, Maybe. it softens a little bit. Yeah. A little love. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Love. Love. Cures all. Kevin, you're a dick. You get a mug. Uh, oh, <laughs> we have reached the end of our show. Oh, Hold on. Damn. There we go. You get that. Uh, <laughs> we've reached the end of our show, so let's go okay. around, give our closing thoughts. Green Bean, any last words for our panel? Yeah, man. Um, uh, Jets Pod 133 is out now on Green Bean Jets Fan. I want to tell you guys I can reapply right now to get out of YouTube jail. Wish me luck. This is it. I've been waiting. So let's see if we uh, if we all think positive thoughts. Maybe they'll actually let me uh, come back into the uh, real world of uh, getting out of YouTube jail. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to have the Thursday Thick of It right here on Talking Jets channel this Thursday at 8 p.m. I hope you can join us, and then we'll be here for the, uh, the uh, Denver game, hanging out. So have a good time and come hang out with us. Uh, I had to throw this one up on the screen. Asman says, free bean. Amen. Get him out of YouTube prison. Uh, Matt, any last words for our panel? I missed Craig tonight. Me too. Dude, I was really thinking he was going to show up. I thought he was going to come and try to posterize me. And I, I sincerely apologized. I said that I watched back the tape of the New England game the Dallas game and obviously saw the Kansas city chiefs game. And I, I now see a first ballot hall of famer. So I was upset that he wasn't able to hear me concede. That was, that was a little disappointing. I'll have to go back into one of the every throw videos and just leave a comment on his comment. So then at least he sees it, but I'll tell him he has to go back and watch the video. I'm not going to tell him exactly where it is. 
so he was chirping me on my own can i can i do a quick story time i know we're, we're way yeah over, yeah but, let's go um i i did a video on bryce huff and he goes i think he commented that i think bryce huff is an incredible uh player but uh my meaning me like i i have no value on evaluating players because he said zach wilson was better than patrick mahomes and patrick mahomes goes out there and replies and then he also said i'm still waiting for the refund 100 bucks would be about right because i said i don't want your two dollars so i replied I said, what's your Venmo? I'll send you the $2 super chat. Uh, and then he said, I super chatted about 60 bucks that night. So to so figure a third of that, if you split it all even 20 bucks, that'd be my league average minimum amount. And you still come out way, oh, well, this goes on much longer, way ahead as I've super chatted much more. And I said, I'm sorry, I missed you on the stream tonight. I had some kind words, Zach Wilson, HOF, and I'm waiting for a Okay. Well, at least you, you acknowledged it. We, we, that was the first thing we did on the entire show. So, Craig, it, right. if you get to this point in the show, we've this has got to be at least the third time it's been brought up throughout the show. Yeah. And Matt and got he full screen. Said, we gave him full screen so he could he could say the apology. You did, and you know, to be clear, I mean, he sent the big boy super chats after Matt said he didn't want his two dollars. This is true. Mm -hmm. I only said That's I didn't true. want your two dollars. I said nothing about right. that. Right. You say nothing about <laughs> the twenties, fine. It's a whole different story. Right. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it, Craig. If you're out there, we love you. We love you. Yeah, of course. Um, we always we love everybody. Right, everybody. All Jets fans, except for Mo Green or Mo. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mo. Oh, Mo knows I love him. All right, boys and girls, it's been a lot of fun hanging out with you tonight. We are looking forward to see what happens with Zach Wilson this upcoming week. Jets at Denver. Does the magical story continue with Zach Wilson? Do we hang 70 on the horses out there in Colorado? Let us know in the comment section down below. We will be back here 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock next week for Talking Jets. This is Jets Talk signing off. J-E-T-S!